You are listening to Thursday Nights, Episode 30. From the ship, leaving Kaz Dunlin in charge of the, uh, in, the charge vessel. in charge of the vessel, along with most of your um, along with most of your companions you kept so far: uh, Frida, Heptos, Kala, Grosh. Grosh is in. He made the cut, right? He passed his probation. He's got benefits as now. As he stops throwing halflings off the bow. Of the Ooh, ship. I didn't see that in his contract. Uh, yeah, that's kind of a necessity. Kind so, kind of tends to my cabin. Yes. It is only Clefin. Oh, the revelation of shop. I didn't include that at all. That's it is only Clefin who insists on coming with you. It was rather consistent. Mm-hmm. He told us he would enter the contest on his own. Is Frida not Very coming with Very intriguing. Frida's not coming with you. Ooh, that will make travel back more difficult. She ported us before. My thing is... But. What do you tell um, Taz to do in the meantime? Don't swim up. No. It's not what tell. tells him where the... I mean, you'll uh, be gone for months. ...where yeah. the storms are. Well, no, you tell him where the storms are. Brannis tells him not to go in the storms. Is it not to go in the storms? Yeah, you, you point out where the... Avoid storms. You're, you're like all... Well, damn Well, we're leaving a stone let, with let him. him let true. him do some, some runs. Leave, yes. Carter runs on his own with the crew. They can make some money of their own. Instead of just sitting around, which is boring to pirates... Pirates. I would imagine too. After, I mean, Damon wouldn't be as bold as to maybe just like say, "Yeah, do this." But I would imagine after some discussion, maybe the group would be uh, considering our reaction upon leaving Skyclave last time. Bring some kind of like relief or like aid material to uh, Skyclave to help them in their in their national crisis or that's in their, it. Yeah, I don't like. Know. I mean, I mean, I think definitely part for profit. And I know I don't want to be see. I don't want to risk seeming like totally soft here. Um, but like at the same time, people seem pretty strongly affected by not being able to do anything for Skyclave, and you know, I, I also don't want people out of there, getting people things in there. I also don't want to just order Kaz to do um, something just on our, our behalf. I mean, he doesn't work for us; he's only part of our crew. My thing is, does he have uh, does he's he have any weight time. in in uh, in he's Skyclave? What, what I mean is, like, does he? I would rather he's known there. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he, okay, he's known there. That's my main thing. It's like. I'd rather, if he likes doing cargo runs and that benefits us, I'd rather have him do cargo runs. If he likes Skyclave, then I'd love to have him do a Skyclave. Like, I want to give him an order, but I want to give him an order that he's not going to be, like, stupid. Uh, if you want to go money-wise, we should leave him with, like, 5,000 gold or something like that. See if you can make this grow. That, I mean, I also, what about Sky? I mean... He's not an investor. He's a... For, for votes, <laughs> he's yeah, he's a captain. He's on magic beans. Well, I know he's gonna need to upkeep for the ship and repair and paying for well, all the crew and stuff. Like we don't really need those are like our two main things between Skyclave and supporting Skyclave and uh, making some money. What do you guys think? Uh, Skyclave, raise your hands. Skyclave. Well, I'm not. I mean, I'm not opposed to it on principle. It just seems like one guy in an airship is gonna. 
be like, you and your semi-truck go and relieve You have a large of, crew on the thing yeah. with a bunch of trusted... Yeah. Uh, well, maybe a hundred guys, but it's like New York City It's like or the something. National Reserve or something. Okay. is not like a I small village. Kurt go Russell bring the medicine. Solve the problems of large cities. One Kaz Dunham can definitely do this. It's not Snake, it's Blood Scare. <laughs> Um, so my thing is, yeah, I think, I, I don't know that he has a ton of power, but I'm I saying, also trust his Every time we roll in there, it's the like, so much worse than the last time, and like, maybe if the next time we can roll in and it's just as bad as before, rather than, not, that rather than ten times worse, and Cad's like, Cad's yeah. like, hey, remember all those orphans? Yeah, they had Christmas this year while you were gone. I'd be like, thanks, man, <laughs> you know, that, that means something to me, that while... It, it was consumed in chaos... And there were per- people being murdered on the street by guards. Yeah. My goal is to see that when we come back. I would love to see that. Okay. I would love to see that. I want to see that and not just a ghost town. Yeah, seriously. Uh, so. Know. Okay, so that's the order you give him. Cool. Exactly. He says, Yar, we'll do our best. We know you will, Yar, Kaz. we know you. Never failed us. We don't don't we think you ever will. will. And we'll Frida, before you leave, expresses her gratitude. As she wishes oh, yeah. to see her hometown uh, helped out where it, where it can, although she recognizes that it is less important than the overall task. They have the rest of our dream team. Yeah, that's what oh. I was trying to say. Damon expresses that you know every every conflict sure. seems to every every battlefield seems to have its center, and for one reason or another, it seems like it all, it, it all ties back to the Skyclave. We hope that it will be around when this is over. Thinking back a little bit to uh, Town Hamlet and all the stuff that happened there. Yes. Hamlet's still around? It is. It didn't go untouched, though. No, but. When we left. Think positive, though. That worked out. That's what, that's what we're doing. There was some like positive there. When Aurora guides you in to the Underdark, she explains the path that you guys will go. Entering in through the Underchasm in the. Uh, at East Rift is not the closest entry point to Ikamu. However, one thing about Ikamu, Ikamu is in the uh, the region of the Underdark known as Earthroot. There's a mm. rough map of it right there, okay. approximately where it is over. So we should have forgotten Realms map. It. Uh, except you just moved it. Oh. I was trying to say <laughs> it's right there. Gotcha. Um, ah. I mean, it's, it's like, actually twice as big, yeah, but it's roughly sure. in that area. I was incorrect when I said Ikamu's down there. Ikamu is right about here. It's okay. Underneath Thay. We were ignorant enough not to call you. Truly, the dangerous part about heading to Ikamu, uh, Aurora knows, is underneath Thay is the kingdom of Undrek Thaws, the uh, huge metropolis of the drought. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. They have uh, they have multiple highly developed cities all in that area, and coming from the direction of the Underchasm from the south there gives you a safer route where you're less likely to encounter uh, raiding parties or mm. armies or, or entire armies. It's not. Uh, actually, that's a good question. From our knowledge of them, drought festivals. Our driders are a natural back. occurrence in the Underdark, not necessarily. From I mean, not they work with knowledge, dry. but. Uh, the Driders are created specifically, they are, they, well, I don't know, this like, game, yeah. but there's a drow, Loth the Spider Queen says, you're an ass, and she turns them into a Drider. But then they yeah, become more animalistic, pass. right? They become like, more yeah. animalistic, but I don't know that they're, like, I natural mean, reproducing like, critters, though, are they? Drow attacking us is not the cannon fodder. Roll our cannon knowledge check. I do not 
do is all right, can the champ right That's now. him. It still is you, right? Okay. Yeah, you have a crazy. Oh yeah, twenty-five. Because I rolled really high. <laughs> Thirty-five. Both Damon also and Ran, in fact, you have all heard of Driders. Uh, you know that in Drow society, the strongest and bravest can take the test of Loth. Those who succeed become Driders, members oh. of a privileged caste. That's uh, Those who fail usually die. Yeah. Um, so it's not one she's so, it's, so my main thing is, we're seeing Driders. That was in a book. We can expect to see yeah. Drow, but can we expect to see them immediately? Fourth my, my fear is that it's like. Yes, this is the this is the big rider, and then a drow comes in, and we're already stabbed. Like, okay. I don't know. So, just keep your eyes open. I'm sure of drow. I'm, say, I'm asking you questions on what this encounter is like. Has Brandon ever fought drow? Yeah. What happened then? They're frail and sickly. They're weak, and I break. Their limbs crunch. They crunch. Um. So, it took you a month of traveling up. Through uh, through the area of the Underchasm, up towards Earthroot. That month is long and treacherous, as you guys detailed last week. Uh, only near the beginning did you encounter anything with any sort of natural light, as the um, as the area near the Underchasm is not quite as um, is not quite as dark as it gets as you travel. But then, for the weeks afterwards, there is no light whatsoever in the Underdark. And you've had to rely solely on your torches and your backup um, supply of uh, of magical ungent that you bought for an emergency. But the torches are ever burning. I mean, they're yeah, yeah. They're but it is when you are rounding a corner, month and a week into your journey, when your lights suddenly go out. Okay, so that means it's springtime. Oh my god! Greg, you have a better minute. Do you know what that means? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to put him back. Do you know springtime in the Underdarkness? Guys, the lights go out, and then it is <laughs> Daleman and Brandis who instinctually Ungenite. reach for their ungent, <gasps> rub it on their eyelids, only to see a uh, standing face to face with a drider. Roll initiative. Oh, yeah, blindness isn't. Terrible. Thing. Just a minus five to rolls and perception checks. It might mean that not, they not get high bonuses right? and stuff. Okay, Brandis. 24. 24. Aurora. 19. 19. Damon. 23. 23. Uh, Hugh. 30. Ren. 18. 18. And who is going to... Uh, who is going to control the movement of the prince? I got it. You got it? Yeah. He's going to operate on the same initiative as you. Cool. Do we have a uh, card thing for him? No. Here's how the prince works. He has a movement speed of six. If you are flanking and the prince is on the other side, you deal an extra d6 of damage. Maximize on the crit. Thanks. Okay. Cool. Understood? Yeah. Understood. Do we have any information about his defenses or points, or are you going to take care of that? Uh, I'll take care of that. Okay. He can take care of himself. I think so. Unless there is a... He vouchers for him. Yeah. yeah. There, exactly. Perfect. That's, that's just what I'm going to wrestle that drider for a week. See how much I wrote. Immediately, when you can see... You convince me. The drider... Yeah. 
points his hand forward, and you see from multiple parts in its body spew forth a web forming in midair as it flows over all of you. Uh, flows over uh, Brandis, rather. All of that, just all of you. Just all of Brandis. All of you, singular. As a sticky web-like substance uh, starts moving all over his body. Brilliant, I'm against a wall. 29 versus reflex. Damn it, reflex. <laughs> There's so many things that change reflex to AC. You should just get one of those things. Zero damage, but Brandis is restrained. Acrobat, 27 athletics. Beautiful. Oh, yes. You know, That's like, all right, not a problem. Sorry. As soon as it's chair, so I can see that. That was all the Drider does, and then Hugh is the next quickest to act. You are completely blind as it is right now, as it is pure darkness. Uh, what's the action required to take? put that undulant on? Uh, standard move. What is it? Free. Guys, you have the item? Um, it's... What's it called? I don't, it's, it's on that wish list. Undulant of darkness. Undulant of darkness. Spell undulant like... Like U N G. I think it's a standard. Spelling a whole lot of things that start with U N G. It's a standard action. Standard, standard action. action. Oh, Hugh uses a standard action to apply the undulant of darkness. And then Quarry. He now only has one. Quarry. All right. So then, what is that? Dark vision. So then you can just see normally, basically. Yeah. Okay. Now I almost feel Pencil. like I shouldn't do the thing I was going to do. Kill. Uh-huh. Uh, so that is Hugh's turn. Does he move? Uh, he is going to... So we're in like a little walled area here. Uh, he's going to stay where he is. But he's going to go ahead and quarry the guy with a miner. Let's, uh... If people at all have a chance to... It's not going to do some knowledge checks. I dig. Oh, although knowledge check. With my move. What kind of knowledge? Doing a knowledge check with your move action. Go ahead. They are going to be excellent. Critical knowledge evening. You got a twenty. I got a twenty. Critical knowledge. So that could be Arcana or Nature or whatever it was supposed to be. You uh, you happen to have had some formal study about uh, some of these sorts of creatures encountered in the Underdark. You know that Driders, that this specifically is known as a Drider Fanglord. Drider Fanglords are nasty, uh, are nasty brutes whose uh, will is their weak point, while their natural armor is quite formidable. Oh, prepare to be willed. They have the ability to um, have the ability to attack multiple times and deal a lot of poison damage. Oh, you're gonna get it now, Drider. <coughs> Drider of the storm. Drider of the storm. Dryers on the storm. Low dryer. <laughs> Low dryer. Oh, my friends. Hate the low dryers. The low dryers look like spiders. Alright, shut up, guys. Sorry, this is a very scary creature. Watch out, guys. 
I'm terrified of the rest of that song. What advice? Give advice. Who's that? Oh, that is El Princo. It is. Dalman. I knew it. I was talking about this. It is Dalman who senses the presence of someone approach from behind as suddenly a creature comes out of the darkness that Dalman can already see through. What? And sees just the last second as he takes his blade and wipes it across his chest as some sort of glistening green goo is on the blade as he stabs in at Daleman. No. He's not adjacent to Daleman. He's not adjacent to me. Well, uh, Hugh then. Hugh. Gotcha. <laughs> not Daleman since I described the whole thing about Daleman. <laughs> Damn it. It's like Hugh then. I shouldn't have said anything. Uh, caught by surprise, like, he has combat like advantage. Ah. And so here you go. That'll be a 27 versus reflex. See if I can do something about that. Uh, Damon disrupts him with his disruptive strike. You do that strike. before you've acted in the. In the I don't. I don't. Is think it a surprise round? I, it's not a surprise round, so I don't think I'm restricted to do immediate interrupts. Okay. I don't think so. You can check if you want. Um, yeah, Damon literally spins on his heel and tries to parry the the parry the blow as he unsheaths his weapon. Nice. Uh, it's gonna be. 27 versus AC. A 27 versus AC against the attacker. Yes. Does not hit. So, he takes 6 damage. Hmm. Uh, the attacker takes 6 damage. Yeah, he does. Alright. 6 damage. Does damage get hit then? Yeah, yes. That'll be 14 damage and ongoing 5 poison damage. Save ends and dazed until uh, the attacker's next. Is it turn. all. Okay, the save is. Gotcha. Brandis and Dalman are up next. Okay. Um, I'm not attacking the dragon just once. If you delay, I can grant you a save. Uh, should we do that? I mean, spiders might go before me. <laughs> I rolled a 19. I was going to try and get out of it and then charge the dragon. Just to, to try and knock it over. Um, eh, give a shot then. Yeah, don't, don't use your, your action to do it. You uh, do, do something. Uh, you have more awesome things to do. Yeah. I sense it. Oh, I'm sorry. My action, I'm trying to uh, break out of the web through brute strength! Just barely. Uh, that's, uh, I think, a 28, I think it was, and I got a 20... Yep, that was good to me. 30, something. Okay. Um, Alright, uh, then... As a... minor... I don't have anything set up. Uh, but as my... Well, that was a standard action. I can't charge. Damnation. Um... It's a standard it's action, action to escape. I thought it was oh. a move action to escape. Is it? Someone? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's a move action. Alright, I will trust your judgment. I then charge the driver. So escape doing... is a move action. Cool. Um, I'm charging using knockdown assault. Uh, I am... Nice. Uh, so this is a... 24 versus 14. Uh, that is... 30... That is... 43 versus AC. 43 versus AC will hit. That's hitting. Roll a 19. 43? Um, hey, I finally used my challenge seeking weapon. I never had to do this. 1. 5. 6 plus... 9. I didn't do uh, power attack. That's okay. 
15 damage and he is prone. 15 damage and prone. Knock him prone. I love me prone. And then he's. Uh, I'll mark him for now, but when you come in, you can supersede my mark. Um, so he's marked to me. Can I get. He is marked. Okay. It would be in the drawer. Ah! Unless it's somewhere else. There we go. Four. And now Damon is up. Alright, Damon. Damon, uh, somewhat dizzied from the uh, the attack, quickly wheels on his attacker, and the prince takes the opportunity to shift into flanking position. When uh, the uh, swimming pitchers come to, and Damon sees the face of a uh, of a cruel drow. He uh, gets a small smirk and says to him, he says, uh, Welcome, my dark cousin. Let me show you the light. And then presses in for a wicked attack. Damn it, he's drow. Um, so he's going to uh, do a twin strike. That was a d12. <laughs> uh, still pretty damn bad. Damn, it's pretty dazed. Um, he's going to miss, I mean, he's going to miss both of those. I don't know what his AC is now, or what it isn't. Um, and uh, so he takes... Six damage, or he takes twelve damage. As Damon ends his turn, he takes six more damage. So eighteen uh, damage. Eighteen damage total throughout that. Okay. Three sources. Gotcha. And so he takes five mm-hmm. ongoing. So nine, and let's see if I can save. That's a straight one. No save. All right. It is then. When Brandis sees stepping from behind one of the walls another drow holding a rod, which you can see with his dark vision, uh, has etchings of a web on the end of it. The drow points it forward as suddenly a burst of uh, of webs that look like, uh, and the ends of the webs almost look like fingers and the end of spider legs come up from the ground in this thin hallway threatening to grab everybody. It is an area burst four. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, that, that, everybody. Everybody. that gets everyone and it does not Wait, affect... Where does it center? Does it get clapped in? Yeah, I get that one. Yeah, it will center it such that it does get everyone. Well, that's an, that's an eight wide thing. An so, Dan, you are in charge. You have little spider web uh, markers. Here it is. Starting from first. So it's first. Oh, I, no, I think it's always go that way. Always go that way. Always go that way. It's as yeah. you read. So uh, it's that reflex. first one is Lincoln. Uh, and reflex. That is gonna hit. Versus reflex. Thirty-one, thirty-four, thirty-eight, twenty-four, twenty-five. Uh, all of them want to hit. It's common advantage chance. Makes some days. Uh, yeah. So yours is plus two. Brent, does Brandis get hit? Yeah, he does. So everyone got hit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No damage, but you are all restrained. Save ends, and the zone is difficult terrain until the end of the encounter and deals 10 damage to anyone who starts in the zone. Okay, I'm getting some blood stuff. Yeah, we're going to mark that. Yes, I'm happy to do that. I uh, do not have a drawer. What's my armor like now? Awesome. Yeah, Time for a spelling bolt. Each time yeah. you reach a milestone, nice. your enchantment bonus increases by one point. I haven't done that yet. The obvious is a ton of money. If I reach a milestone in a day, my enchantment bonus increases by one point. I haven't done that yet. Oh, rack, no, mine, sorry. I'm going to do the uh, small thing. Oh, the f
At least mark the corners of it. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the torches. You got dice. Oh boy, okay. Dude, I got the corners. I don't this. know where the bag is with the uh, the correct ones. Sorry. Um. So whatever. Guys. Yeah. That's so kind of big. from the other side comes another drow holding a web etched rod as he points his forward and you see a ray of green energy shoot forward and you can see that it looks like pure venom spewing through the air in uh, in a ray at Brandis. Poison Ray. Aurora. Aurora. Be if they got together, that, like the Brangelina. Still, I'm getting used to running out. Let's just the left one. So a 37 versus reflex against Brandis. <laughs> plus 37 attack to, to Sam's junk. 27 poison damage and ongoing 5 poison. Oh! Okay, so that hit everybody, yes? No, that's Not just Brandis. <laughs> oh. Better, but also bad. 27. 5 poison. Save and, and we are immobilized, right? Uh, yes. We're not immobilized. Oh, no, no, no. We're immobilized. We're strained. Oh, sorry, we're strained. We're strained save ends, right? I thought after that the web was immobilized. We're strained save ends, yeah. The web was something else on you. Yeah, you. I I already broke out of that. Oh yeah, that was yeah, that was. I'm wondering if the last one we got was restrained as well. The last one you got, yeah. The, zone, the big the zone. zone. Yes, yes, that was restrained. We found ourselves grabbed. All of us. I found. Button, what did you do when you were wrestling? It is Aurora's turn. Aurora, Aurora and then Ren. Day ten damage, um, Aurora. Did that. Tight. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. So Aurora has just been grabbed. Doesn't see a drider. Doesn't see any drow. But she hears him. Here's she Actually, she doesn't need to do that quite yet. Because well. for those of you who have already used the uh good of darkness, that you're you're temporarily blinded again. Yeah. Only this time with bright white light. As she uh pretty much becomes a giant glow stick and emits bright light for six squares. Which nice. actually matters now. Alright, uh, restrained is you cannot move unless you teleport. You can't be pulled, pushed, or slid. You take a minus two penalty to attack rolls and you grant combat advantage. That is fine. So you don't have to use it as long as you're within six squares to me. Well, and you have dim light vision. Bright light makes a larger area of dim light. Yeah. I don't go blind now, though, because I haven't put the stuff on well, yeah. we don't go blind either. Is that just, a minor action? Just because you have light vision doesn't mean okay. necessarily Oh, I thought that was actually... And... I think that's more flavor, but yeah. Let's see. Standard action for a nature check? Or a minor action. Minor action. A knowledge check. Knowledge check. Dungeoneering, I think, is the way to go with these guys. Uh, so she's going to check out those faraway drowsies and see what's up with them. Uh, 22. 22 is enough to know that those two drow over there are powerful drow warriors known as drow arachnomancers. They uh, have some very deadly spells cool. at long range, and that their fortitude is their weak point. Fortitude, huh? Punch him in the fortitude. Alright, that's good to know. And then finally, yeah. already 
for... I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, but I don't save. So you're not, you're, then you're, you're going total defense then? Yeah. Okay, Aurora's total defense, you're getting a plus two to all your, um, defenses until your next turn. So that's a plus two to all my defenses and a minus two to all their attack rolls. Oh, right. Did you get a... Okay. Have to remember that they have a... Next up is Ren. In the flash and burst of light uh, coming from Aurora, Ren <coughs> immediately hurls a fireball at one of, let's say, the closest drow to... That guy, or that guy? Let's do it to that guy. Okay. The closest one to Dan. Uh, hurls a fireball at him, and that's going to do... 21 versus reflex. That's not going to hit. So as it goes and flies at him, the drow dodges out of the way as it then bounces off and deflects and goes over and ricochets and hits the other drow. Who are you attacking? The Iraqi masters in the back? There's only one back there. The other one's the prince. Yeah, so the other guy, the the guy that's him laying down. The drider. The drider. The drider. The big guy. Okay. Uh, And that is going to be... 36 versus reflex. 36 will hit. Uh, and that will deal. Uh, my charisma modifier is. So that will be, be 8 fire damage. 8 fire damage. Alright. I'm also going to do a. <coughs> uh, is there any way I can do a. Would it be an arcana check? No, it would probably be a nature check on the zone that we're in to see if I can make the, like, burn up the webs or something like that to, to get these things away from us. You can do an arcana check if you'd like. Okay. So... I think it's a zone. It's going to be 22. Uh, there doesn't appear to be any sort of um, easy magical way to get rid of, rid of this. Get rid of this zone. It is, uh, it is there. Okay. And I will roll my save, and I save, so I'm no longer restrained, but I take 10 damage because I started. Um, okay, your turn's over. Duck. You save. What were you saying, group tactics wise? I was just wondering what you were uh, I'm, planning on. I'm probably going to push that way so I get out of the web, just at this okay. point. Because the, the you have the edges marked? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so the big ones. Gotcha. I want to get back to those guys. Including? Okay. Then I'll inclusive? keep an eye on the driver. Yeah, like, yeah, that's the fourth so including that one. Gotcha. Okay, the Drider, who had been knocked over by Brandis, easily skitters back up onto its eight legs, as, uh, and that is when, as it was just standing still up to that point, when its spidery nature truly becomes apparent as its legs all move in unison, standing up quickly, it then looks at Brandis, and you see... The drow body part of the drider quickly lunges forward to bite in at Brandis's face. Wait, the drow tries to bite him? The the, dry, the, the yeah. drider. Yeah. Driders kind of look like uh, centaurs. Yeah. Except yeah, the so bottoms of spiders. So that's like a centaur trying to bite you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and as it opens its mouth, you can see huge fangs uh, as it bites in at They're a little bit more beastly. How much does restraint hurt my okay. defenses? Because I bet you like some come come out come out of It's always just coming. It's pretty like, simple. Uh, yeah. Stupid dragon. Oh! 
Uh, He's very biting. 38 versus fortitude. Barely hits. That will do 14 damage and ongoing 10 poison damage. Save ends. Um, 14 and 10. Uh, what's the deal with, uh... Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Wait, um... Can I ask my question? If... I don't think it'll matter if... Yeah, I'll do this. Um, it misses you and it hits me. Okay, what, what can you uh, explain the power? Explain what you're doing? Uh, it is a daily immediate interrupt. Oh. Strike me instead. This is all the allies if they get hit or attacked, actually. Okay. Uh, and I'm interrupting that attack. It doesn't require it to hit um, you no. as well? No, it is not. Any, any ally within five squares of me is attacked. Okay, then Aurora takes the... Um, so how does... The, the 14 damage. Explain what she does. Well, yes. it does hit you. But as it does, you suddenly feel this this uh, warm light kind of... Not... Bahamut. Bahamut shows up. No, and it disappears, but as it does so, it actually starts to appear on Aurora. The, the bite wounds and the poisony uh. badness. But Stigmata. Is this is this warm feeling? It's it's clear that it, that it's Aurora. Is this yes. kind of like it's, a it's, trademark? It's her signature move. Um, Friends, very. But to thank her later. Her amulet is already on resist poison, so resist ten. Nice. Uh, and it is. But they so do you take the, the other damage. The four damage left over from that. Four damage. Uh, four damage. And Brandis sees no, not to you. Okay, sorry. So Aurora, because she took all that damage. Uh, and as Brandis is distracted by this thing that is happening for the first time uh, to him, he sees at the last second a longsword come in low at his gut from the dryer. That damage you can take. Oh! See? 25 versus AC. Not enough, sir. Will not hit. As you can see, the quick bite is a minor action. Is that included with the combat oh, the and all that stuff? Okay. That was with plus two. Okay, okay. That, was a, that was the driver also doing it. I thought you were saying Longsword Hughes turn. someone else. No, Hughes turn. Hewitt. Uh, so I'm restrained, so I can't get anywhere. I'm granting combat advantage as well. not taking that Yeah. Okay. Hugh is going to... This was the fellow who did the restraining zone, uh, yes? Yes. yes. Hugh draws from his quiver... Some old dusty arrows that he's had for quite some time now. And he draws out a pair of dispelling bolts. Nice. And he raises a twin strike. He's probably going to take an opportunity attack for this. Alright, you take 10 damage at the beginning of your turn. That's true. I forgot about that. So here goes the first one at that guy. He's got cover, but my gloves negate it, so I think it's okay. And I take a minus two on my attack because I'm restrained. Okay, so the first one, that is a... Uh, 23 AC. 23 AC will not hit. Okay, second one. Come on. That Come might on. do it. That's uh, a 30... Bow. Oh, yeah, good question. Right. So that's uh, 15 Body minus 2, 13. So 33 AC? 33 AC will hit. Okay, cool. So those are the spelling bolts. Uh... When you hit an enemy with this attack using this ammunition, you can add one conjuration or zone that enemy has cre- has created. All right, why don't you go ahead and describe what exactly is happening here? Uh, so the magic of the arrow. What do you shoot him first? Where do I shoot him first? Well, I, I take an opportunity attack along with that as well. Right, but describe describe what you are doing here. Describe what I am doing. I so he visuals here draws this while trying to. I don't know, defensively crouch against the guy next to him, and he uh, sends an arrow down past him. One of them 
gets nicked past the drider's leg, so it goes wide. And the other one manages to weave between them and hit that guy in the thigh. And he kind of uh, growls. And for just an instant, Q is sort of almost shares a mind with this guy and can kind of see what he's done. And he just says, no, not that one. And it winks out. Nice. The arrow kind of like, almost sort of like lets him break into his head for a second. Sweet. And as a result, he can kind of turn it off. Oh yeah. yeah. Alright. The uh, the webs and uh, the webs and kind of spider legs coming out of the ground recede back in. Some of them f- slide back into the cracks in the ground, and some of them just fall over dead, becoming uh, insignificant little uh, little bits of like almost twigs, you know, the spider legs. Nice. We're still restrained though, that was part of the attack mother zone. Correct. Uh, and when he does that, the guy next to him quickly strikes in with his longsword and crits. Oh. That doesn't help. Dealing 33 damage. Is this a spider Ouch. Sorry? Are these both? I think they're both. Uh, as an immediate reaction, Hugh will use his... It's on your turn. You can't use them, unfortunately. Oh, that's true. No immediate reaction on your own turn. Dang. All right, that stings. So 33. Yeah, marks on it. And then, what's that wording? You are marked until the end of the spider guard's next turn. Okay. Um, someone want to put a mark on me so I remember? Yeah. Well, it won't actually matter for you because his next turn is now, so. Yeah. Um, he's going to go, unless you're moving or something. Well, it's attacker's end of turn. So okay. I don't know. Right, we'll remember. Meaning. Uh, yes, I've got a minor and a move left, I believe. He'll quarry uh, the one closest to him. Put that on him, and then he'll do a nature check on, I guess, the one closest to him as well. As he's looking through his defenses, he tries to see what else he's able to reveal about this fellow. Uh, the one who he just quarried, the one closest to him. Okay. I'm not sure who that, what the name of that is. And what is that? Arcana again? Uh, these are all... Um, or is it Dungeoneering? Or nature? What'd you get? 23. A 23. Uh, has anyone rolled a knowledge check against this guy yet? No. Yes. You know that he is a drow spider guard of the quicker and more nimble of the uh, of the drow positions. They are quite deadly when they get combat advantage. And uh-huh. That's they have a deadly poisonous strike. Excellent. But he does not have combat advantage against you, right? Uh, he did when I was restrained. Oh. Which would have happened before my hitting the arrow thing, I believe. So, yeah, and I save, so I'm no longer a stream at the end of that. Cool. Okay. Uh, now, next up is said spider guard, who shifts away through here, shifting away from Daemon, mm. getting behind, uh, getting behind Hugh. As you see him close his eyes for a moment in the in the midst of battle, which you find odd, as he strikes in with his eyes completely shut, and you can see he's striking with such precision that his hand must be guided by those that the drow pray to. Mm-hmm. By the way, as Loth's guidance powers his attack, uh, you are no longer restrained. I'm no longer restrained. Uh, oh, but he has, combat, he has combat advantage due to Loth's guidance. Oh. Here's the attack. What a butt. 25 versus AC. Miss. You're all right. A nice. miss. However, Swing despite it. this, uh, 
he was able to quickly get out of the way of the attack. Having already gotten critical, he had his eyes on this guy's blade. Yeah, yeah, he closed his eyes on you. He's back mar- up as he steps yeah. near. <laughs> and then I no longer mark to him because at the end of his turn. Uh, correct, that's the end of his turn. Okay. Um, Are you still restrained for him? Yes. Brandis. And then Damon. Brandis. Uh, the zone did the town ongoing, not uh, that, but I have five ongoing poison from something else. So I take five damage. And Brandis will take a move action. Okay, first I'm using um, I have a nifty new utility power called Pass Forward, where as an at-will thing, um, I can dance around someone, so he, I do not provoke attacks of opportunity by, uh, from this guy, from moving around him. So what are you actually doing? I'm using a move action. It's an at-will. You pick an adjacent enemy and move up to your speed as long as you end. Right, I mean, uh, describe what he's doing. Okay. Um, Brannis actually uh, keeps him at bay by a series of uh, light and non-lethal attacks, just kind of hitting at the legs and uh, and his sword to kind of distract him as he moves. He doesn't really bother weak. He just uh, pushes him back on his spider heels, um, then uses come and get it by appearing to let his guard down and look winded. They rushed in to kill the old man! Mm-hmm. Um, as Brennis then backs up and slashes at one, stabs at an opening another, and comes down right in the fat abdomen thing. The thorax! <laughs> I took his thorax! Um, this is... I'm going power attack all the way. Um, Do it. So, this is... And you're attacking which person? Uh, I'm hitting all three of these guys. Oh, sweet. Alright. Um, so this is... I, I have the quarry in this. We don't have any miscellaneous bonuses or anything. Um, no, he's quarry. You get plus one to him. I'm still restrained from that... Uh... Ah! Um, I'm still restrained from that previous thing. Okay. Uh, you can't break a restraint thing without using an action, but you can't, like, end your turn, do the saving throw, and then an action point? Uh, no. You you can't do that. You can ready an action to after you it's save, but you can only use a single standard action then. That's what it already allows you to do. Can I... Can you cut a corner through an enemy square if you're charging? Uh, certainly. Does put okay. you in a nice spot there. Then I will Clears that hole uh, do a nature check yeah. on these drought that I think you can do nature against drought. Uh, no, no, it's Arcana. It's Arcana. Sure. Oh, no, no nature. Uh, they are Fae, they are Arcana. Oh, we were just talking about this. Yeah, yeah, Um, I thought that was only for the writer. All right, then, sorry, uh, for, then I will use... Nothing. That's um, stroke. What? That's a stroke. That's a stroke. I'm holding out for the for the save. Uh, I'm going to basically just end my turn then. Can you hit the guy? To do the saving throws. Um... I want to go after these guys. Nature check? Well, you've got a standard, I, I though. I can't do nature check. I mean, any check? You got it. You, I know you're yeah. doing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I will do nature check and just try, because uh, I know I have, it's uh, in a... Can I, can I get any information from the nature check? Uh, you can try. I'll try, yeah. That is a 28 nature on the uh, caster web. Master. In all of Brandis's travels... He has uh, he has not encountered fighters like this. He's only heard of the drow, but not enough to make any uh, tactical evaluation. Brandis passes on the information. Damn drow! And uh, then 
tries to break free from his restraints using a his uh, saving throws. Uh, first, the five ongoing poison. Not enough. And they're restrained. And I'm uh, delaying or readying for... What, do you, what is the trigger and what is the action that you're uh, I want to... The trigger of me... Um, would I just say rolling my saving throw? Because... No, we'd have to, you can you can ready for becoming not restrained. But uh, I can't ready for if I if I fail, then I basically lost my turn. Then yeah. Okay, I'll still go for it. I'll ready for not being restrained, and the action will be a charge attack on him. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a ten. Yes. <laughs> All right. Nice. Brandis charges. Opportunity attack there from the drider. I'm sure. Probably eight. Probably three or four. He's got legs. <laughs> First things first. Yeah, do I attack first? or You, you attack first. Brandis will um, use a power attack. Uh, and can I end it here, or is that cutting too much? No, you have to go close this up. Okay. I'll do that. Oh. And I will use uh, a basic melee attack. Because uh, cleave and... No, it's a charge. What am I thinking? It's a charge. Um, so, power attack. Uh, so this is plus four true, plus four one. Plus 21. Oh. Action point! I'm re-rolling that one! Oh, Alright. That's better. Oh my god, it's a 2. No, it's a 12. It's a 12? Thank you! That's much better. <laughs> Alright, what's, All right. what's the total? 33. A two. 33 oh. versus AC against the one of the casters. That will hit. Alright. So, that is... Sorry for the delay there. Plus 9, plus 6, and plus 15. Has he been hurt? He has not been hurt. Oh, nice. 7 plus 15 is 22, plus 11 is 33 damage to that guy. 33 damage to the second Arachnomancer. Yes. Marked. And he's marked, which I will get from my And now it is damage. That one's turn. not marked anymore. Yeah, he's not marked anymore, right? Damn it! Uh, the more the more evil his foe, the more relish Damon takes in the fight, and in his mind, the Drow are the evilest. So, a smirk on his uh, on uh, his face has turned into a little bit of some a kind of maniacal laughter as his mind, overcome by poison in this place facing this foe, overcomes him, and he begins to laugh as the Drow tries to uh, tries to uh, to back him and avoid him, and as he laughs. You see his body kind of fade in substantially and kind of begin to be caught up in the whistles of air as he flows through the air, appearing on the other side of the drow, using a, a teleport associated with his action point and coring the uh, the uh, drow as his as his prey and next victim begins to press forward in a flurry of attacks. Uh, so this is a twin strike. That's going to be uh, one's going to be a. Uh, 25 versus AC, and the other one's gonna be a 35 versus. Oh no, sorry. 27 versus AC and 30. Uh, 37 versus AC. The 27 does not hit. All right, so. Get the plus one in there. I didn't get the plus one. 28 versus AC. 28. Does 28 hit? 28 does hit. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. It's not the first time you've done that. Okay, so I get an extra D6 on the on the damage roll for the prince. Um. So he's also going to engage his quick quick hit braces, which gives him another free attack. 
So I'll just do this attack before I activate that. Um, so this is going. This attack will be uh, twelve plus seven is twenty, or is nineteen plus another thirteen is twenty nine. 32, so that's 32 plus 8. 40 damage in total for that attack. Alright, 40 damage, got it. Alright, and then he uh, activates his quick hit bracers, allowing him to get another basic attack. This reaction, which misses, does 6 damage. And then he's going to do a daily attack. His shield he is gets bloodied with that second, with the miss. Mm. Oh, he's bloodied? Yeah. I forget this guy, we're just gonna kill him then. Another twin strike! Uh, and as uh, Damon uh, lays slashing blows against uh, the spider guard's uh, kind of thin but magically enchanted armor, he presses forward in those weakened areas to uh, do damage against him. That's a critical, and um, it's going to be, I mean, it's, it's greater, a hit. So the critical will be. Beautiful. 10 plus. Nice. Plus 13. 23. Yeah, this is for the prince. 23, 28. Was it a crit? The crit. Then you maximize that. The crit, the prince's. Right, 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 right. Okay, the prince, so. Alright, so. It's going to be. I don't know, so... You said 28 when you counted that D6. Okay, so it really is going 27. And then for the quick hit braces also get that's another 12. Um, so it's going to be 30... 42. Uh, 42 damage and ongoing 10 for the, for the critical. Alright. And the other hit is... Just going to be... 12... Explain what the quick hit bracers do. When I hit with both attacks, I get to activate 2d6 extra damage. Gotcha. So, but that, that happens on the second attack, which wasn't a crit. Right. Okay. So basically, that was going to be 7, 12, 19, 29. 29 on the second hit. All right. Describe this flurry of blows. Yeah. All right. This killing. is a bunch of attacks that hit the I really, spider yeah. guard. The things are getting more complex. Yeah, you and the on. That guy, yeah. It killed so, the spider guard. So basically, as, uh, as the... As Daemon kind of with maniacal laughter flows through the air, peering on this drow's backside, the ever vigilant drow is for the first time in his life taken uh, off guard, and Daemon just flays in kind of uh, to his to his kind of like magically enchanted armor. The, the, the enchanted armor holds for a second uh, or more, but then as the drow turns to uh, uh, to try to kind of gain a better defensive position, the the prince just pulls his double blades and sinks him into like the backs of the knees. And, uh, of the drought, causing him to like fall forward at, at head length, and then we just like slashes across his throat like four times before like the steering winds come and just like rake his front and knock him to the ground. Four and right after doing it, the prince just spins both of his blades in his hands, and he says, "Right, the next one now." Damn and uh, <laughs> and just with a gleeful look on his head, he says, "I could do this all day." All right. It is saves? then. I do have saves. Plenty of them. But but continue. Oh, because that's hard. Poison through. Yes. Poison. The dry will damage. do that. Restrain. Okay, can I get a, can I get a saves Oh, nice. oh you teleported, which is why you were able. To yeah, that, I teleported with my action point. Uh, 
Here is the attack against uh, Brandis when he charged. No as he's charging damage, through. Yeah. As he's charging through. Oh my god. You had to remind him. 45 damage as the Drider sees him pass through and slices deep right through one of the uh, through the gaps in one of his armor as uh, as it just sinks in and cuts Brandis. Cool. Thanks, Greg. Can you play his handbook? Say again? Play his handbook? It is then when Brandis sees in the dark corners of the room as the the Drider lets out a noise which can only be described as the noise a spider might make if you've ever heard a spider actually make a noise. Chitter, chitter, chitter. Did you lose this? Yes. And charging from around the corner come a bunch of creatures that at first sort of look like orcs, but they are more lumbering than orcs. And then he sees that they don't have eyes. Where their eye sockets would be, the skin has just grown over, As but they appear to move and navigate uh, completely Ugh. naturally through the cavern just fine. Good thing I saved. Come and get it. I can handle anything, Brandis. Can you actually handle it, though? I'll be okay. Okay. Uh, he shifts back. Is that provoking He's... You're, he is marked. Uh, you, are a fighter. you are a fighter. Do I want to hit him? Do you want to save your immediate reaction for that, or because save I it for something else? probably one of these guys. Choose quickly. I will hit him. Uh, again with our attack, I'm not charging. Uh, 20 plus 20 versus AC. 37 versus AC. Uh, 37 versus AC will hit. Okay, uh, plus 15, I believe. So that's going to be 20. 20, 20 damage. damage. And I yes. believe that um, stops him. Uh, no, it's only if he's moving. He just shifted back. He shifted. So he he, he moves fine. Uh, gotcha. Okay. Really? Yeah, I always stop movements with, with opportunity attacks. That's not an opportunity attack. That's actually specifically my combat challenge. Ah, uh, it's a different thing. Immediately. Gotcha. Okay, and then as those creatures surround Brandis, they attack in with their stone axes. Uh, you can just It's a completely primitive weapon, but these guys are big and they can swing them hard. And it is right as they are coming in that Brandis remembers the tale of these sorts of almost mindless uh, thralls that follow uh, many of the creatures in the Underdark. Indeed, Aurora also recognizes them as Grimlocks. She has seen many in her time. Blah. And blah. blah. Two of them, uh, the first two have combat advantage because they're flanking the other two, do not. Here you go. Yeah. So 27, 33, 39, and 31 versus AC. The first one misses, the rest of them hit. Alright. Three of them hit. Are you bloodied? Um, I am bloodied. You are? They deal yes. 15 damage each on bloody. bloody. I. Extra? Uh, take. No. 15, 15, oh. that would unconscious me. I've been forgetting the true power of this ability. As a free action, All right. I activate my armor, which has a which has a healing surge. 
Okay. Um, I've been using that on my turn every time. It's a free action. I should not be using that on my turn. Free action as their blows come in. Um, they still all hit me. Um, but uh, Brandis twists as one of them hits a less vital spot. <laughs> um, so that's going to be a total of forty-five damage. Indeed. Um, I'm you still just conscious. Took ninety damage. Like yes. 45, 45. Yeah, I took 40, that, yeah, when you guys said, I'm really bloodied, yes, I took 45 as a critical from the Drider, and I took 27 That's from that blast right. earlier. Alright. So, um. So who wouldn't be bloodied, huh? Alright. <laughs> no one's one of the three places with you now, if that's what um, you're saying. I'm gonna resolve this later, but I am still conscious. You are still conscious, alright. It is, uh. So bring the next wave of guys in. That Arachnomancer, the one who stepped back in. To the freezing cold water, there looks at uh, looks at Brandis. Uh, yes. And it is this one who is here who goes moves up in front of the drider. Maybe no, just goes back here. As I said, into the water, into the water. Points uh, points his rod at Dalman. As you see another ray of venom shoot out from it. As the ray moves through the air, you can even see it dripping to the ground as it seems to be a, almost just a physical uh, solid line of venom moving straight towards Brandis, who is distracted by all these guys. Yes. Brandis or Damon? Damon. Or wait, wait, who? You said Damon first. Uh, Brandis. Brandis. Okay. The guy that's close. Oh, Sorry. it hits Brandis. I meant Brandis all this time. Did I say Damon? He you did say Damon, which really was getting me pumped up. I was... <laughs> <laughs> and here's the Venom Ring. 37 versus Reflex. Definitely hits. Oh. Brandis. 18 poison damage, and I'm going 5 poison yeah. damage. I'll get you out of there. Oh, Brandis, you are oh, getting... This is going to be interesting. Like, I'm really happy to be doing, like, a defender thing. I think I'm doing my job too well right now. <laughs> I mean, you're really so, magnifying. How about, how about you tag out? Tag um, out, man. Uh, I would, but, like, in, I need in range of tagging. So, if my You're group, always within range so of Aurora. Group, like, yes, what happens with this attack? Okay, um... Brandis... Ran by, gets sliced by the drider to hit a guy, a really good hit, and the guy shifts back and hits him again, and then just uh, gets pummeled by these guys. Have great action. He got ambushed, basically. He got ambushed, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, gets pummeled by these guys, um, and then uh, I see the the it's poison. Yeah, it's like poison ray, <laughs> venom ray. Um, I see it as actually kind of a heat wavy thing where it distorts the the air of in a kind of a green tint. And doesn't like throw Brandis back. It just it microwaved his organs. Um, so Brandis kind of like leans over, and uh, I usually describe him like getting tired and worn down before he gets bloodied, and then all the hits below bloodied are actually drawing blood. So he um, he spits out some uh, like congealing blood. Ah, uh, the old like, blood gross. cough. Yeah. You know they're not doing well when they do yeah, that. <laughs> but he's still standing. Blood cough. He is uh, oh, still nice standing. That is uh, eighteen from twenty-nine is eleven. Wait, actually, is that? Am I doing my math correct? Twenty-nine minus eighteen is eleven. Yeah. Sweet. The beginning of my next turn, because of two ongoing five poisons, I will have one hit point. <laughs> you only take the larger okay. of the two ongoing. That's poisons. what I was going to ask about. So, if you have two ongoing poison, there's the same damage type. They're different sources. You have to um, save against both 
but you only take the damage for one. Is that correct? I think I'm right. I thought if it was if it was the exact same one that happened. I think it has to be the same power. Because these are two. I will double check it in the interim. I'll double check it in the interim. Let me finish this these turns. I think this is the same. So does different amounts of damage though. No. What was the other thing you were taking five, damage from? Five ongoing poison from the first hit from one of these arachnomancers. Oh, that's right. Was it was the arachnomancer venom, venom ray. That's right. Was it a venom ray or was it a it wet a venom ray? Venom ray. Because uh, I think you. Are you sure it wasn't the bite from the dryer? You didn't get no, bitten. No, because I didn't get oh. bitten. It was terrible. Right, no, because remember it was a thing you were saying. It hits everybody. No, it just hits Brandis. Right. So uh, anyway, continue. Well, I'm, I'm still alive. On. I'm still alive. And then the other arachnomancer who just slipped away points the rod forward as an extra strong blast of venom shoots forward, not requiring the same range. 31 versus reflex. That hits. 17 poison damage. And this is the same source. I'm going 5 poison damage. Well, then I'll put 5 poison and 17 puts me at negative 6. Ongoing damage, you only take the worst of a single effect of ongoing damage that you have. So if you have like 10 and 5 fives, you only take 10. One, you just take 10. No matter the type, no matter but, the source. No matter the type, no matter the source. But if there, if you have different sources of that ongoing damage, you still have to track them and save against each one of them. Oh yeah, you still save against them. But all. you will only take the damage the of the, the highest. The, of, the hi- of a single highest one. So you'll take only one kind of po- uh, one source of each of damage type. Each damage type. Of so each damage it's poison type. and fire. Can be poison so it's poison and poison and acid. You can still take both. Yes, because poison and acid is like it's its own damage type. If you resist right. poison and you take poison and acid damage, you take all of it. You say that poison, acid, and fifth. That's a whole thing too. Also, and lactose. Okay, and that is all of them. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say lactose damage? Aurora, Brandis falls finally. Uh, oh, Ugh. Brandis Crap. with the final ray of venom. You um, see Brandis. Is Brandis really sticky? Yeah, he does not like, get knocked over. The venom right now, I'm saying this is like microwaving organs. It just takes something out of him and he just, um, like, like, like a massive amount of. Uh, he swipes his weapon once more <laughs> that they just lean back from. As the mighty Brandis. Damn drow. Collapses onto the ground. Strikes out. Now, I don't take ongoing uh, during my death saving throws. You do. You do. That's okay, I'm going to let You have all the same effects. What kind of ongoing? It's just five. Poison. Poison? It's just, and it's only five. If I drop an AoE on him while he's down, it's still his. He's still a creature if it objects all creatures. My negative. Aurora is up. And then right. I'd like to go. Yeah. Um, You can can do an AoE. I'm okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just new to me. So, Aurora. Seeing. Brandis you don't kill him, and it gets a heal. The damage is essentially moot. Let Aurora talk. patiently until people. No, just came. Um. Vanishes in, in a bright burst of light, uh, but when the light kind of fades again, Brandis is there, and Aurora is where he fell down. Yeah. Are you prone as well? No, Aurora she's not appears prone. in the center of all of the Grimlocks, oh, yeah. who hesitate for a second, confused, and then, and then you she... see them continuing to swing in. And then she uh, strikes at one of those guys. Just pick one. Let's pick. Was that a move action? One yeah. of the minions? No, it's a teleport. Oh, no, but and attack. It's a teleport. Oh, teleport. Uh, and that get... is a 30... 34? Versus 34 AC? Uh, versus AC. That's the, that's the yes. total? 34 versus AC will hit. And one of the Grimlocks you're attacking? Uh-huh. Whichever one... Alright, I'll was, kill it. Uh, oh, hooray. 
It's dead. Take the one closest to Greg. If we're oh yeah, because that gets rid of the flank. If we don't flank. care. And then let's see. She is definitely going to describe her striking down one of the Grimlocks. Well, basically, it's, it's it's the hammer, and it just goes bam. And as it does so, uh, the light kind of slams into into its head, knocking it to the ground. Its head is all kind of at a weird angle, like its neck got somehow broken from from the strike. And then it just slumps down, lifeless. Oh yeah, and then let's see. She is going to pop an action point, and. Yeah. Then she's going to attempt to use her burst. Close okay. burst, too. Uh, would you point at the drider for me? Hopefully, I hit him. Yeah, probably not. Uh, a 26 versus fortitude, unlikely. 26 versus fortitude is not quite enough. Uh, next one. Wait, you have a plus one to attack on that one. You do have a plus one to attack on that one. So, what is that? 27. That will hit. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, my turn I did not now. realize it was that low of a port. Next one. Let's go dance because I remember that time. Uh, miss. One. Miss. One. Okay, I'm changing my. <laughs> miss. One. Holy. <laughs> wow, three uh, ones in a row. One more, please. Oh, I'm going to believe in this die. There we go. 14. <laughs> wow, three Man. ones in a row. I got them all out on the on the. So on what's the, the total? Yeah, you you got ones on all three minions. One on all three minions. Two. That's fine with me. Uh, that's a twenty thirty one. Thirty one uh, against Fortitude the arachnomancer there. Arachnomancer there. That will hit. Both of them get knocked prone and pulled one square. To me. Two plus ten is twelve. Twelve damage to each of them. And what you see? The arachnomancer is bloodied from that attack. Super Dead. great. <laughs> and what you actually see is is the chain around her hammer swing out of its of its own accord, actually, and swiping at their uh, at their legs, crushing them until they fall to the ground, and then yanking them towards her, where they writhe in pain and suffering. And she marks the drider and the mancer. All right, yes, yeah, she can do that. She can mark two people. Don't worry, I got my marks. I okay. Got, I got one mark. It's not a good mic. Riders oh, on the Eric, mark. where's the uh, new product you got? Well, the product? product I got. Oh, I didn't end up buying it. Oh. The, 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 the kit. I wish you did. I really wanted to sample one of those uh, kits. I'll get one. I was... I was. The Ranger it, one was kind of I don't want to distract too yeah. much. They have a DM kit. I'm going to be buying it eventually. We'll talk about uh, it. Let's uh, keep going. Uh, that was Aurora's everything. She uh, action pointed and she's done. Question mark? Game over. <coughs> yes, finally. All right, Ren's turn. Aurora, how do you feel about do taking a little for the team? Um, Never if, I, if I go bloody, uh, <laughs> then I lose my my shiny bright light of goodness. What are you at right now? Ninety. So do you Ask think you'll get me bloody? Not permission. She's a paladin. She'll I mean, never save. What were you just talking about? Don't Ren? make me regret saving your. What were you talking about, Ren? Ren comes to it. You're a rat. Ren. The, the unconscious guy said, Give "Ren." It to me. Ren uh, holds up his hand and starts to, to conjure. You see a cyclone come down from the air full of uh, burning embers. It's kind of like when you're at a campfire and you see the, the sparks yeah, go up in the air. Except they're coming down. And they come down and they... Cyclone funnel. They happen to land right on top of Aurora. Happen. 
such as it is. Well, it's fire. Uh, Don't you do good against fire? So, yeah. the okay. damage rolls, starting with Aurora. Wait, are they attack rolls or anything? These are attack these rolls. Are, I mean, attack rolls, sorry. So, starting with Aurora, that's going to be a 19 versus reflex. Nice! Not hit. Okay, the next guy Woo! is going to be a 33 versus yep. reflex. Cool. 22. Reflex. 22. Wait. The first one was what? 33. The first one was that a hit. Then 22. Definitely not. Then 25. 25. Reflex will hit. Nice. 27. Against the Drider. Against the Drider. 27. Yes. Hits. Nice. And plus one. That's against the Drider. And the Drider. And so that's going to be 35. That will definitely hit. Okay. Yeah, they're both prone. That will deal. They're both prone. Hang on. If they're prone... Takes a minus two to range attacks. It's an area attack. Then there's no minus two. That will be 27 damage versus all of those guys, except except the one that missed. So all of them except him. Yeah. Are these minions, by the way? They are minions. They die. And at the same time, you see from Renz, as he's conjuring with one hand, he blows an action point, and you see uh, a... An arc of flame fly from his hand and attach itself to the drider. Sweet. Uh, which is going to as it strikes the the drider in the chest. That will be a thirty-three versus reflex. That'll hit. And it will be twenty-five fire damage. And now, as a free action, once until the end of the encounter, I can go and do that same attack against oh, the Oh, that's that one where you keep... Yeah. I can just keep doing it. Uh, so I'm permanently, like, linked by this fire chain. And how much damage was it? 25. Fire damage. To mark that... <laughs> All right, he is up blooded with that attack. Immediate reaction? Yeah. Unless you're not done with your turn. I'm also going to do a... Do we know everything about all the creatures? No, nope. not everything. No. You like one knowledge check against each of them. So let's do. Let's do the. Um, let's do arcana against the. Well, let's do an arcana against the drider. Can I get your strength? That's going to be. I'd be happy. Twenty-eight. A twenty-eight. Nice arcana yeah. versus versus the drider. The drider. Uh, Ren has, upon watching the drider move, already knows that Will is the weakest. He knows that he has. That uh, a quick bite attack that allows him to do a lot of poison damage every round as a minor action. He also knows that uh, Fortitude is the strongest at 27, followed by AC at 26, Reflex 25, Will 23. Okay. Uh, and... See, you tapped out. I'm... Going to... (laughs) No one's next to you. Stay there. Thus ends the turn yeah, of Ren. That's why I thought okay. it was a safe move. Okay. Um, immediate reaction. Um, how's this guy looking, by the way? He took damage, too. Second. That guy took damage, too, I think. Right? That's mm-hmm. the one that you hit. I know. How yeah. Is he bloody? So he is still bloody. Excellent. Uh, so he's already bloody. Immediate reaction. Uh, Hugh sees him reel from the spark tornado that Ren calls down. Spark tornado. And uh, seeing an opportunity, takes it. He just combined fire. All right. So he nice. takes a shot at him. Do you have blind sight to him? He's right. Yeah, I have blind sight. Yeah, right, I have cool. the Undred on. Uh, so it is a 
got covered, but that's negates it. So Aren't enough. 29 AC. 29 AC. 29 AC? Mm-hmm. Against the Arachimancer, you ignore cover. Yes. 29 AC will just barely hit. Excellent. Damage for you. You take... Damage for them. Was that the one I hit before? This guy is not... Wait, wait, wait. I think that's the one I hit before. Yeah. Well, yes. No, that's... I thought that was the guy on the zone. I don't oh, know. With the zone? That was this guy. In the, in oh, that was the one with the zone. This is not the other one. Okay. Yeah, but I don't have the damage that you did when you killed the zone. Did you oh, I don't think I ever rolled the damage with the it. zone. You, you, just you did. Uh, you were really pumped about that too zone. Too late. Too many there. turns have passed. Oh, fuck all. That was a lot of damage, too. Oh, hold on. Um, so, damage on this guy. Five, six, uh, 13 plus 13 takes 26. 26 damage. Describe your shot killing the Arachnomancer before he even got off his lost grasp. So, uh, as Hugh, as Ren's tornado thing burns him, he uh, flails around for just a moment, and for an eye blink, his defenses are down, and Hugh takes the shot, and normally, it would have deflected off his armor, but it just got in, and it punctured a lung, and he just sort of collapses wheezing. <gasps> oh, God. Can you catch me that? Alright. Um, oh, that was your combined fire. Yeah. Ren's was... turn is done. Ren's turn's done. It is then the Drider. That guy's dead. <laughs> what? That moves in forward Stepping over Brandis. Oh, okay, good. Little nervous. Yeah, the power specifically for dying people. It's called coup de gras. Yeah. <laughs> as so he steps over, let's take this conversation in a different direction. And you? as he does so, one of the spider legs just pushes hard down on Brandis. As you can see it pushing into his armor. Wait, it moved. Yes. As the uh, as you see this uh, this smile on the drider's face just get wider as uh, as she can see the reaction as she steps onto Brandis moves towards Ren. Question: Female Does she charge? No, for she was prone at the start of this turn. She was prone. You guys gotta knock them over when they're prone. So I know. (laughs) Spider's got eight legs. It can't be prone. I, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. Right. It was, that guy was a little bit more that way. Or no, no was he was right next to me. He was right. Okay, so okay, stands up. Stands up as a move action. And. I could probably charge. I'm not giving you ideas, but. Then. That's uh, what I would do if I was a drider. <laughs> turns around. I'm just saying. Being marked by Aurora. Bites in at the oh, back God. of Aurora's head, simultaneously striking in with the long sword. Do you wear a helmet? Here is I the do. bite. Don't worry. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh my god. Not quick 20 enough. versus fortitude. Nothing happens. Nothing. It actually, she raises up her gauntlet and it bites into her, uh, her, her uh, and then the great sword. Her, her arm brace. And she just goes, uh-uh. ah! 31 versus ACU as with her for her sword. No. Not enough. Neither attack. And then she yes. actually brings up her, her shield, which is not okay. something she usually does. Batting away the, uh, the sensor. Why does she not usually use a shield against the Usually she's actually blocking with her hammer. It is then. Is more for, like, other things. Anti flanking. It is then when the Drider lets out another loud noise that echoes through the caverns. Oh. 
surrounded I by bodies. I see him picking other characters. Surrounded by bodies. What? Yeah, I'm about to be surrounded by more bodies. Oh, oh no! Those are, whoa, this guy. Is... I was wondering why we didn't what? have more action down the oh, other yeah. end. That's what she said. Oh. So they, they yell like it's a clear, like... Are they yelling in Drowish? Uh, Which is deep speech? The Drider? No, it's like, it is letting out some sort of like clicking, uh, clacking noise. It doesn't seem to be uh, necessarily a language, but just sort of a, maybe a signal, almost like, a, you know, like if someone were just yell a whoop as a, uh, whoop, as a signal. Can no. I yell an anti-whoop to get No words to are away? being spoken. But Aurora does recognize it as... As a thing that the drow are known to uh, known to use. It's a thing these drow are known to use. No, it's like if you pick up military uh, transmission, they're not going to be you know. That's usually why she knows deep speech because they say whoop. And three of them, one of them gets immediately interrupted as he becomes uh, adjacent to me. Okay, Uh, so against that guy, Uh, three guys come out of the dark. Damon only has a time to slash at one of them and try to steal his life from him, which he does. Alright, Damon and slices was away. Was he a minion? He looks differently. Oh, well, I don't know. Was he a minion? Yes, he's a minion. Yeah, he's a minion. As, minion uh, delicious. As two of them swing in so their great on? stone axes at Damon, they get 32 and a 37 versus AC. Yeah, I think it's me. They each deal 11 damage or 15 if you're bloodied. I am not bloodied. Are you still within now will be. After the first attack or the second attack? After, actually, I won't even be. No, I will be after the second attack. Okay. The other two come in towards Clefin. And as they both swing in, one of them gets them on one side, the other swings in the stone axe as Clefin drops to the ground, uh, letting out a bit of a yell as he falls to the ground, and both of his blades just clatter onto the ground as he releases them. Then the uh, three of the Grimlocks are there. Brance was protecting all you guys. Now the group has formed like a layer of protection around them. See that? I'm unamused. You guys are protecting. Yeah, I'm amused by these developments. Oh, not by three, that. Oh, by yeah. the developments. You're absolutely right. right. As three of the Grimlocks by Aurora oh, no. also attack, and they all have combat advantage. Which is negated they by my awesomeness. They crushed the prince. The prince became uh, like a bear hug. 35, 36, and 42 so that's versus AC. Oh. If they get a minus two because of something that you but have going I have on, a, I also have a plus two to my defense. You apply that. Um, so the oh, I think your plus two is from when you took total defense that one time. Oh, you're right. But I have, I have the plus two from the action point. Oh. So, plus two to my defenses puts me at a... Five six, so that does not hit. That does not hit, and the last one does hit. The thirty six does not hit. Does not hit. All right, the forty two crit will uh, hit. Of course uh, it does, because it's a crit. And so that will do um, uh, sixteen damage. Any of that poison? No, it's a stone axe. Owie! Stone axe. Good for you to leave Clonk. that wound oh, and blood damage. You know. Now it is you. Damon says, Q, go help Aurora. I'll make mincemeat of these guys. Uh, How about you grant Brandis a healing surge? I will do that on my turn. Oh. Bloodied. How, many, how much is that till? I think I next. Can just do like next? a healing Winston. We got at will huh? You know, that one thing. Yeah, everyone's yeah. healthy. And so, uh, Hugh. Uh, McLovin says hi to everybody. Just so you know. 
Oh, we like McLovin. I only need a little bit of humor. Oh, you didn't I was trying, but it got cut in the curtain. Just like that. That's not how I roll. Uh, Hugh. Oh, why would I? Let Hugh go. Five. Fuck. Right. Uh, Hugh does some quick footwork to avoid the fellows who are moving in rather quickly on him. As he does evasive strike, so he shifts uh, five. Wait, can't you find him? Shift. Yes. One, two. That's slippery, you. Three, four. He'll stop right there, though. Good idea. That's hard to tell what square I'm in. Just slow your roll there, buddy. And uh, he takes a bead on the drider who currently has his back to him and attempts to put an arrow in that fat thorax of his. Attack the thorax! That's his weak point! It's so bulbous. Uh. So he gets a. I think this is a plus one because the quarry. So a 35 AC? Riders on the A 35? Yes. Alright, excellent. He is quarried, so he gets that. Don't consume yourself with the top of his legs. Six. Ten. Sixteen plus. Six ten. Thirteen would be twenty-nine. Yeah. And then quarry damage to. Eight, so an extra ten. So he does thirty-nine damage. Thirty-nine damage against the drider. Yes, That's a lot of damage against my drider. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine damage applied. Got it. He's still bloody. Excellent. Can't still bloody. Come on, buddy. And with his minor, he quarries. Let's see. Can't say lol. That's the people around. Are all these guys the same looking, or are some of these different? Uh, the Grimlocks? Yeah, like Grimlocks all look like just big thugs wielding stone axes. Tossing that Grimlock. Yeah, but some of the mob, some of the minis are different, is why I was asking. But they're all Grimlocks. I'm telling you, they all look the same. I mean, they look, they're each, you know, different looking. I mean, they're not wearing uniforms. So, uh, he'll just quarry the. that one down there. Quarry that one. That one. He quarries that one. Okay. Thanks. Are there any more bodies than that? Am I keeping up with the skull? And, and that'll do it for you. <laughs> no, I got a move left, don't I? That was just a shift. Ah, it's good enough. Alright, nature up? check. No, no. We're done. Nature checks. Good nature check, everybody. Wait, you have any minus 20 I'm sorry to say that. I was wondering if, is, if it's. Um, did you guys kill the spider guard? Yes. I didn't no, know. No, uh, we killed the spider guard and one, one of the yeah. casters. Right, so, uh, Hugh's turn is done? Hugh's turn is done. Brandis and then Diamond. Brandis uh, takes five ongoing. He's down to negative eleven. Show me big twenty. Show me that big beautiful twenty. Once you're dying, it's actually a little like liberating because my bloody is fifty-eight, so I've got a long way to go. And if I get any healing, all that negative damage is totally like you said. It's a moot point. It's incredibly powerful to be unconscious on the ground. Telling you. Yes, no, none of these bad guys want to mess with me. It's subtle. <laughs> Not always bleeding to death, at least. The burning flavor? Uh, it's a burn. No, that was that same Yeah, so I just, I continue, I, I stay on the ground, right? Yeah. Yeah. Told me yeah. that there, so I so you didn't get you, can, you can save against your poison. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh yeah, I'll, I'll try to save against one of the poison. Can't you save against your poison? Yeah, of course. Of course. You um, can. So that was above ten. It's save end. So, which means I don't take a death. Uh, you do not slip closer to death. 
Um, well done. And only, but but next round I still have to do another check. It's been a while. Oh yeah, every round you can't so it stabilize only... naturally. You can only heroically stand back up. Just the way it should stand be. Back up. Uh, this is okay. This is first poison. Succeed. That's an Eleven. Eighteen. Yes. What? And six. All right. So that's I where you need the six. Two out of three poisons. All right. Uh, wow. And Damon. Your brain is feeding on even poison. Even unconscious, my body fights the disease. Daemon reaches out to Brannis with his healing winds, just for a second, just disregarding these kind of gloomy, pale-faced Grimlocks to focus on his fallen comrade as winds swirl around. Brannis kind of like entering his mouth and nose and kind of like filling his lungs with arcane rejuvenation. Oh boy! Brannis, laying face down, pounds a fist on the stony floor, and you hear him <coughs> cough and sputter. As he doesn't Does he cough up, up poison? Um, coughs up some more blood. Have he rejected the dark, poison? Dark blood. Plus and 15. Poison. No, uh, sorry, plus 15. The surge plus 15? That's correct. Plus my 6. Boom. Enjoy. Plus 21. Thank you, sir. Satisfy your mind with that. As Damon does that, the uh, the healing winds continue to swirl around him as he, as he uh, slides across the ground. He's using his new awesome power. Invigorating stride. He gets to shift and use a second wind. And that costs so one of you my should shirts, call it invigorating right? strut. That one of my invigorating shirts. strut. Invigorating swagger. What's up? They use one of my shirts, right? They use one of yours. Cool. Damon, uh, also absorbing some of the divine healing winds, slides across the uh, stone surface to stand above the body of the valiant prince, who he's now a little bit more down with recently. Uh, spend his, uh, his uh, second wind so we get back. Uh... And then, in a burst of uh, uh, flashing blades, there's a burst one attack on these minions. First, it's that guy, so I don't like him. It's gonna be a miss. Uh, And then this one. That's a 7 plus. whatever, Mm -hmm. 19. 19, Does a 26 hit? Does a 26 hit a Grimlock? Yeah. Excellent. He's dead. And then on the last guy does a 29 hit. Yeah. It hits. <laughs> no. Boom, boom. Damon slashing a couple of them uh, with uh, with blades that rain down and rake through their thin armor. He then brings the attack in and, and shoots uh, a gust of slashing, uh, 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 slashing wind blades that carve the last one to, uh, into History. butchery. And then uh, it's over. Dude, I like that. Uh, so, leaving one remaining Grimlock to peace pants leave or face death. And my turn's over. Peace. Yeah. They are thralls, so they probably will. Take them down. To China. Alright. You have killed full of three of them. I did. There should be one of them left. Oh, and I will save against maybe this poison? Nope. <laughs> I have a plus two to saves against poison. I rolled two, four, two. Dang. Really rock too. Frustrating. I know. You just put in the poison. Did you kill one from the beginning of your turn? Um, I did not. There was did four. Did you kill one? I interrupted. I used, used an interrupt to kill one on yeah. the outset. So oh, be... right, right, right. The one's by Aurora. There's one Grimlock here. There's four up by Aurora. Yeah, yeah, I got it now. Is that one like Nunchuck? Sorry, I get it. Okay. Uh, and then, is that the end of your turn? I that's can't wait my to turn. kill them and put more little skulls oh, on top I will, of the other skulls. Yeah, that's it. That's minor, moving, standard. 
that's how you play 4D. Two bodies, <laughs> there are two bodies piled on top of each other. I forgot to have no back in the driver. As then you see uh, the Iraq Mancer run forward, point his rod as a, instead of a ray of venom coming out, this time it is a spray as it comes forward, hitting the walls and dripping down, uh, threatening to cover Hugh and Rend if they do not do something about it. Uh, do something so about it. Here is their the venom blast. Mm-hmm. Hugh, Anne, Rennes, and Brandis. Almost all these Whoops. Oh. Just the left. Not Brandis. Oh, Anne, Brandis. So, the usual setup. The usual 31, there. 24, 29, fortitude. That is will miss. Uh, it's a blast, so that is not changing. You took the bonus, you you the bonus of fortitude from your armor, right? Yeah, I did. Oh my god. That's 26 instead of 24 now. Sweet. Uh, Hugh does not get hit, but Ren does, and Brandis does, and it deals... Thirty poison damage and fifteen. Because it's half one of this. Damnation! Not tight. Not tight. No, I'm I'm happy. As even by managing to try to resist the poison, it is still extraordinarily strong drow poison. As it still harms Hugh and man, probably a lot of the chunk towards uh, Brandis there. Yeah, Um, Brandis keeping it strong. I'm fine. No, just don't sweat it. Come on, let me go with conscious again. That's like free hit points. Don't sweat the petty things. For Grandis, they're all petty things. They're all uh, petty things. One of the Grimlocks Life by Aurora attacks. Because it's on a different setup and he <laughs> abysmally misses. He realized that Aurora's wearing billions of gold in, in armor and he has a stone axe. Yeah. The stone axe actually hits her, her armor and it doesn't even... The stone axe is now sharper because it sharpened itself on your armor. She just goes. That's a good whetstone. Ah! (laughs) And then three more Grimlocks stepping over their allies come charging in simultaneously out of the dark. I mean, there's so many caverns and corners. They can just. Everywhere you look, there's a spot where a Grimlock could be hiding. The thought crosses his mind maybe I will be doing this all day. (laughs) That's what and you get for making funny jokes. Here they are. They're all charging. Entertainment. Damn, Bane. And here they are. funny jokes and then swallows them. 27, 36, 32 versus AC. I take two, so 22 damage. Two of them hits, uh, and they deal 15 wait, wait. damage to the bloody. I do have better AC because of my second win, but I don't think it's enough. Are you uh, okay on hit points? No, I'm all right hit points. You want some browsing words? And then it's a raw after I'm results. cool. I'm cool. Actually, think about it. Uh, take yeah, take uh, twenty-two damage. Okay, the first one doesn't bloody him. No. Okay. No, no, no. Aurora is it was eighty-four, sixty-two, eighty-four, sixty-two. So she's keeping that mark on that guy, and she's remarking. Which of these guys shall it be? Any of them? That's a tiny. The spider. one that's flanking the the drow with her. She's gonna mark that guy. Uh, the one that's flanking the drow with, with the drow. See how there's a guy directly. I'm sorry. What? Oh, this one. Yeah, that's the one. All right, and with that. I was like, the drow is over here. What are you? The drow. The drider. The drider. The drider. Over there. Um, and she's going to do a close burst five. Are you bloody killing? No, with all the marked guys. Uh, versus Will. So let's just get that drider out of the way. Uh, 
Corey, which one? Sorry. 23 Corey. versus Will? Yes. The Drider's crit. Against the Drider? Yes. That will actually hit. Yes! I knew yes. it! That it little just hits. Oh, so oh. The monsters suffer from Will penalties and as the do other we. guy. Searsha was... Same thing. Against yeah. what? The other guy. What's the other guy? The Pointing at Minion. The Minion? Yeah, the Minion there. The one... Wait, this you one? have four Minions around you. I well, I mean, they're see, all the same. I so. only see three Minions. One, two, three, four. Ah, there it is. Well, the one that's marked. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, the two that are marked. Oh, uh, uh, 23 will does not hit the minions. <laughs> the minion has a The big, mindless grimlocks out quite a slightly more fortitude. It's because they can't see. Yeah. So, more they're like senses. They're like Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> they're not afraid because they can't see the danger from Ooh, I, I feel a little sick inside. Um. <laughs> just, that never made any sense to me. <laughs> But blind people, terrified. as we all know, live in I'm constant terror. So that is... <laughs> I know it's out there. That is a, let's see, 2d8 damage. Everyone... 7 and 1, so 8 total damage, plus 10 is... 18? 18 total. 18 total damage for both of the guys that got hit. Well, the one, the one guy. Guys. The one guy that oh, got the minion hit. Doesn't the minion did not get hit. The drider is looking and a little worse for wear. Go ahead. And... Until the end of my next turn, it cannot make an attack that does not include me. All right, touche. Time to Cost bite. Mart. And she second wins. Cost Mart. Yeah, it's an old joke. All right, second wins. All right, then Ren, go. Thank you. Ren, <laughs> get these guys. Not do something shitty. Ren, besides, or give answer. a little, give a little tug on the. Yeah. Fiery chain that has linked him and the drider. Who? Nice. Doing. Get a little tight. Oh, that was on the front. Uh, wrong Wait. <laughs> Almost a drider. <laughs> yeah, it was 30 versus reflex. 30 versus reflex will almost definitely hit anyone. Is it the drider? Yes. Yeah, hits. Dealing 25 fire damage. 25 fire damage. That'll definitely hit. Okay. That does a lot of damage, rather. That will definitely do 25 damage. <laughs> that will definitely do 25. So, wait, do any of these guys have fire resistance? Do we know? I didn't hear anything, but... Not that you've discovered. Okay. So, he does that, and then, as he gives out a little tug, and he hears the drider go, oh, yeah, oh, as it kind of yanks a little bit more on him. He then turns and focuses his attention on... Um, which two of those guys back there with Aurora should we go for? Well, think? that's the Arachnomancer, the and that's the Drider. Oh, get, get the Arachnomancer. Let's do the Arachnomancer. So, uh, after I do that, I immediately hurl off a uh, fireball at the Arachnomancer. Who's that? You get a plus one hit against the Drider, though. But that is a 37 versus Reflex. Well, That'll definitely hit. Dealing the first damage, twenty-six uh, fire damage. Twenty-six fire damage. Got it. And at the same time, it goes and it hits the drider, dealing that, and then it grazes off of them and continues on and hits the. Dry- Wait, I thought you were attacking the arachnomancer. I was. And then you said it hits the drider and reflects off. Well, it hits the and then it reflects off and hits the drider. Sorry. Gotcha. Uh, and that will be a. 35 versus reflex against the drider. That will hit. Dealing 24 fire damage. And was this an action point? Oh, the first thing was like a minor action. Yeah. It's a two. Just give a little tug on that 
fiery the first one. The first one is part of my daily that I can do. Describe your fireball killing the drider. So, uh, as the drider was kind of weakened and stumbling around from when I yanked the chain on him a little bit, uh, the mm-hmm. resulting fireball that grazed off the Acromancer. Yeah. As the drider was stumbling around, it went and hit him right in the chest where the where the um, the chain had inserted itself and just exploded open the wound as the chain then pulled and retracted back to Ren, taking a fair nice. chunk of the insides of the driver oh, with Does it. it flip on its back so and do that sweet. spider thing where it goes... Ren has a fire at Van Damme's <laughs> That would Maybe. be awesome. Yes. yes, it does do that. Yes! The driver flips over and you see all of its legs oh. twitching individually at different rates. Wait for it. And thus no. ends... The life of the writer. Such, such of a life as it is. <laughs> Playing Lord of the Damned now. Wow. Uh, Alright, that was Ren. And oh, then take care uh, three. You want a bunch of stories? Well, he's a big guy, so use the big. big red right, I'll use the big one. I'll use the big one. That was. Boom. Seeing. Uh, <coughs> seeing. I use that term loosely. The. No perceiving. Sense. Perceiving the. Uh, the drider. Oh, right. Uh, Drider falling. You see that the Grimlocks uh, suddenly move in more of a panicked motion as they start to sprint away. <laughs> each provoking an opportunity attack. Sure. Yes. Into the water. Make so roll for each of them. Uh, we know those trace, yeah. Quattro. Okay. Um, but, 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 so this is their AC is 25. A 15. Oh, interesting. No, probably not. So it's a 17. Third guy. Nope. Third guy. Okay, that, that definitely hits. So the one, mar- one, one the marked four. guy. The marked guy. So one of the four? Did you roll four times or three times? Oh, three times. Sorry. Three loss. Also hits. Also hits? Yes. Uh-huh. All right. As Aurora strikes down two of them as they turn to flee, but two of them <laughs> just <laughs> run and move into two of the corridors around the way and just... Disappear goes, as there yeah, are tell your friends. too many uh, crevasses. Uh, these ones, however, continue to strike. Uh, although those ones already moved. All day. Yeah, they already did. This one didn't. That one didn't. He moves in towards Daleman with combat advantage and standing attacks. on the corpses of his. Yeah, 39 versus 60. Yeah, he does 11 damage, right? 11 or 15 versus bloody. Now I'm bloody. Now you take four more. It is Ow. then when you see another oh, dark-skinned darky, dark, darky. dark, come oh, from around the corner, <laughs> and it is uh, I guess Hugh and Aurora both uh, both see him. Although this one has, uh, a, unlike the other drow that you are seeing, this one has many more tattoos all over its face, and it wields a large double-bladed weapon. Although, at first glance, it looks like a weapon, but when you look back, you can see that rather than blades, there is just pure blackness coming out of the hilt of the weapon as he charges forward, sinking the shadowy blade straight through the drow in front of Hugh as you see the shadowy blade shoot out from in front of him as the drow then falls over, blood spewing Onto he's, the ground. He's wielding a singularity. And Hugh's what turn. a singularity. Uh, he's not quite sure what to make of that. 
Um, turn him. Talk to him. Do your thing that you do. <laughs> talk, talk him in combat. Your signature move. Yes. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Use your words. I think that's somewhere on your. That's like a counterpart, words. right? Ah, yes. Words. Uh, Hugh says to him uh, briefly. He says, "Are you friend or foe?" He says, "I'm an enemy of the Drow." He says, uh, "With that, Hugh takes a step this way." <laughs> well, no. <laughs> well, one, two, and then how tries to clear out some of those ones. He just ignores him after that. Oh, all right. Uh, then, as a as a free action. Uh, no, he's gonna do some shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pick him off. Let's end this. Uh, Brandon, you wouldn't mind taking these all... damage, would you? As he yeah. lays on the ground. As in, you're going to hit me and use me to do damage to them? No, no, no. I'm going to hit one of them, but you'll probably get the splash as well. Do what you got to do. I mean, do definitely do what you got to do. All right. Hugh uh, pulls out a pair of his flame burst arrows, and he's going to take a bead on this fellow right here. He's kind of right in the middle of everybody. And uh, he quarries him, looking at his defenses, and he sends a pair of arrows at him. So first one... Oh, it was a crit. Oh, so he just sends the first arrow, actually. Yes. Thanks for the d- the six damage. <laughs> yes, and all the all the creatures adjacent to him take d6 fire damage. No, it's six. It's a crit. Six. <laughs> oh, take six fire damage. <laughs> I just said to myself, it's going to be six damage. <laughs> Do it. But no, it was good. You eliminated that. Wait, what <laughs> happened? You attacked Daleman? Um, it's every creature. Flame burst arrow. Oh, oh, gotcha. Six full damage. Classic. It's not like this has been happening since long all the Grimlocks just burn <laughs> up. As they fall to the ground screaming, and you're using the new ammunition rules, right? Yes, but it was a crit, rules. so ah. I was prepared to do use the, the new ammunition <laughs> ah, rules, but yes. It was a crit against that was oh, no, it was a crit on the Grimlock, which is why I targeted the Grimlock as opposed to just him. then. You see the man step more forward as he steps into uh, a shadowy area here, and then steps out here as he's clearly looking for uh, looking for more of them. Uh, and then he just holds his uh, holds his blade up, and he says, "Be careful. They like to hide." Oh my gosh, Ren loves this guy, and he really hopes that they don't have to go toe to toe with him because he thinks he's awesome, and he wants to check out his blade. He's the Sherpa of the underground. It's Stalo too. Unter Sherpa. Uh, I mean, Stano. It looks like people are uh, people are pretty much the field is clear. So Jim's gonna see what's up. The field up. is clear. Vernus stands up. The system. Walks up to Stalo. Uh, yeah, put me over there to new Stalo. <laughs> Vernus says... Hello, new Stalo! Name's My name Brandis. is... No, your name's new Stalo now. Is he a drow? Upon he was getting a, a closer look, critter. you see that his ears do not have the familiar elven, uh, elven shape that the drow share. It's just a black guy. Oh, can we close that? That's going to be a real bad... You ask him, you say, are you a drow? No. And then he says, I'm calling you on that. Why not? Brandis says, what did I say? Are you a drow? Name's Brandis. Brandis. And as he gets close enough, he decides, like, is his skin artificially darkened? Like, does he have mud smeared on him? Just do a nature check on him. We'll do a nature check. Nature check! I'm mad. 29 20,000 Do you have to still save against ongoing poison after the encounter ends? <laughs> this is what the guy looks like 
It's like a damn crazy. I want to be. I almost. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna just because his tattoos are also cool. Is there like a green rubber band floating around? Is he like a oh, shutter guy? He looks he around and he check. says, "Oh, so who makes a nature check?" Brandis did. from Brandis. Brandis does recognize him as a Shadar Kai. Yo. Brandis says, as he immediately wants to assess the man's experience, experience in killing these, which is not measured by age or level. It's by years. And After several seconds has okay, passed cool. of him looking around and keeping an eye out, he uh, he takes his hand and puts the uh, puts the blade to his belt. And as he lets go, you see the shadow uh, slowly fade out until there is nothing but a uh, a small rod on his belt. And he says, uh, he says, I've been tracking them for quite some time. Ren says, this may seem a little forward, but how did you just do that with your blade? He says, he says, just a little trinket of mine. <clears throat> he Ren says, looks at it I would love to tell you the full story later. He says, I must continue tracking them. There may be more of the, uh, there may be more in their party. He says yeah. they killed one of our own, so I've been wiping out their entire colony. How many more Ooh. of them are or how many more of you That's are there gutter. around here? Are you in the tournament? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> are we peppering him with questions? Because that is great. That? I yeah, Damon for sure does. What is he, what what exactly does Damon says? Sorry. He says just that. He knows this guy's gonna know what he's talking about. Sure guy. He says, on your way to Ikamu. Damon just looks at him. Where he says, aren't we all? He says, are you sure they'll let you enter? <laughs> Damn, Lazi he says, how many were left standing when you got here? Look at he the skulls. He says, fair enough. He says, I hope they do. I would like to compete against you. Damn gives him a head nod. Up respect. Oh, and he boy. says, uh, he says, I'll see you there. I don't have time to talk. As he starts to uh, as he starts to walk away, and you see, as he walks away, each time he steps into a shadow, because Aurora is still glowing a bit. As uh, as he steps into a shadow, he just appears walking somewhere else, and then somewhere else, as he's just stepping from shadow to shadow. Cool. By nature check, can I tell if he is formidable or just a poser? Extremely. Extremely. I don't think we've seen someone who's extremely formidable. And as he walks away, he says, "The name's Zahar." He says, thanks for the help. And then with that, he's gone. See you in X. It's alright. Ren looks around and says, You'll tell us later. Dude, Zahar is awesome. That was strange. Damon said, checking out the prince at this point. Now that Zahar is gone. Wake up, dude. How's how's Clethen? He's dead. (laughs) 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 Zahar killed him. While we were looking at him. Clethen? Clethen? Clefin, uh, yeah, he's he's uh, gets back up and is uh, and is dusting himself off. He's got a little bit of uh, you know pebbles on his on his outfit, and he uh, he looks to Ren and he says, "You think you could spare one of those uh, fastidiousness?" Done. And Ren go, Ren says, "I was feeling a wee bit dirty myself from all of the blood, all the blood and guts and and excrement all over Thorax. my robes." As he begins to do the fastidious ritual, which makes us all spick and span and feel right as rain. Nice. nice. Brandis. <laughs> he looks over to Damon and sort of find a little help as he sort of starts wrapping up his scratches he picked up during the fight. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, but right. it says, uh, says uh, not accustomed. To I don't imagine there anymore. are there will be too many foes lurking about <coughs> after that massacre. Let's take a moment to rest. You get plus eleven. Exciting. Ren asks Brandis if he had a nice nap during that. Oh, Brandis says it's very refreshing. <laughs> I love a good welcoming from the draw. <laughs> He's gonna take a look around. It lets us know we like, have I arrived in the Underdark. Clefin, uh, so they don't ride says, them. There's been a, there's been a standing argument among the dwarves of Brandis my because Eric. of the name Dryder. Yeah. Come on. Well. You That's know, like the other things. drow might ride the dryer. No, they don't. Maybe it's just one that I'll need more, more experiences in order to be sure. But and she just starts mumbling to herself and writes down a few notes in her tiny log that she seems to have accumulated all of a sudden. Yeah. is sitting there, making what are motions in the air as divine life swirls about, uh, helping him and uh, the rest of the party to seal their wounds and. Recover their uh, their uh, fortitude. Clefton also stamina. takes in a deep breath as he can feel the healing winds uh, winds move about him, and he says, "He says that was a good workout. Let's keep moving." Hmm. He takes a look at the bodies of the drow to see if oh, any loot, of course, but also see if there was anything particular, I don't know, significant about these drow. A note from says, hey, please kill these guys. Well, if we run into that Zahar guy again, maybe these guys had something that will help him on his information. While they're brushing themselves off, Ren has to point out one more time how awesome it was that he basically ripped the drider's chest out. Like, he ripped its lungs out. Yeah. It and made him says, feel pretty good. And you wonder why I have to use that fastidiousness ritual all the time. Uh-huh. Always ripping guys in half and Rolling around in my guts. Oh, that's Exploding what you Exploding your doing. heads and walls. There are other ways. It's delicious. Ray says, someday I will teach you how to use a small stick with a sharp end on it. <laughs> the first thing... <laughs> the first thing Hugh finds as he's looking around on the bodies is the fact that uh, the rods used by the arachnomancers have seemed to uh, melt into pure... Venom as they're just eating through the hands of the drow, which is saying something because they are normally quite resistant to their uh, to their own magical venom. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, what does it say? The drider itself, its blood is kind of is bubbling slightly and eating into the uh, into the rock of the ground of the underdark Ooh. here. Must be damned. However, looking around, he sees that the drow. I mean, the drow are a civilized, uh, are a civilized, by some definitions of the word, people. They are certainly a well-organized, a well-developed people, and they value gold as much as the next uh, sentient creature here in Faerun. And each of them has, uh, has on their belt their own, uh, their own... Gold supply? Purses that Hugh is able to snatch up from each of them. They're all poisoned. Adding up to a total of... Adding up to a total of... Of, if you rush him, you get nothing. Eight gold. 11,000 gold. Good. Nice. What the hell are Draw doing running around with that guy? Platinum. We just killed... Diamonds. Why did we go haul crap for people. Why didn't we just go kill some drow? Why didn't we just kill some Why didn't we just go and murder him? That was a dangerous fight. I don't know what we want to <laughs> look for that all the time. How do you spell that fellow's name? 
Who helped us out? Zahar. Z A H. I knew it was a Z. Zahar. Yeah. Because he's cool. Because Furthermore, X is just the Drider is wearing uh, as as its uh, when it twitches. You can see on its drow the, the you know the drow side of its Caracus. body. One of its hands is wearing a ring. Oh, it turns you into a dryer. Hugh can tell immediately uh, has some magical properties as it emanates with darkness around the ring. Uh, Hugh tosses it to Ren and see if you can figure out what that is. Ren looks spooky. Upon grabbing it, uh, recognizes that this is a fairly powerful ring. It probably does. It's like maybe it controls. And gets not acrobatics. A twenty-two arcana. Uh. He recognizes it as a chameleon ring. It's a ring that that, uh, makes you very difficult to see. And you can tell, indeed, this must be the only reason it was able to sneak up in front of you like that. Because clearly, big, fat, ugly, dry there. They aren't that sneaky. It is a magical ring. Uh, It provides a passive property, plus two item bonus to stealth checks. You also get a plus four item bonus instead if you have not moved since the start of your last turn. So standing still, you are even more... So it just stood there until we... It also has a daily power, minor action. You do not require cover or concealment to make stealth checks until the end of your next turn. Hmm. You know, we've got one guy who does stealth. Wait, 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 do you still... I'm both through stealth. I'm stealth now. Yeah, you used to have stealth. Yeah. Then we'll go over and investigate the ring. Oh, and if you've reached at least one milestone, that power that does not require cover or concealment lasts until the end of the encounter. Ooh, banana... Damn, Ren, damn it. Banana. Goes over to road. investigate this ring. Ren says, Ah, this will be an interesting trick, and flips it over to Damon to see if he will lose it in the, <laughs> the air. Damon goes, And then it like the color falls the in his hand, and he goes, It's a nice toss. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, looking at it, he said, uh, He kind of uh, he smiled and said, Far too beautiful an object for the likes of these miscreants. What was the name of the slips ring? Slips it on his finger. Chameleon ring. Chameleon ring. Very nice. As he slips it on, he says, The ring is mine. Damon says, I'm just going to hold it for a You'll have to find me first. <laughs> Stealth check. <laughs> Red immediately jumps on the back and tries to fight off his finger. Ah! <laughs> He's got my heart by a fiery chain. <laughs> Alright. Did everyone oh, use guys. their uh, ungans of uh, dark ring? Really? I Only, did. Only uh, three people did. He didn't. I didn't use it. Yeah. Aurora it. burst into light. Yeah. Light. Light it was 11k there. gold? It was 11,000, yeah. I call it my flashlight attack. Banana. Floodlight. <laughs> um, there we go. Uh, <laughs> peels off your skin. Eats you alive. <laughs> um, <laughs> takes family some time from the grocery Brandis uh, is hit the deck and, uh, and took a lot of damage, but uh, you see, uh, as, as we gain... Uh, as we grow in experience, you see Brennis uh, bounces back from such harsh, uh, harsh fights quite quickly, um, and is uh, of course back to his jovial self almost immediately. But uh, doesn't even have a limp or much of a wound soon after the fight. Brennis is almost as busy. You're like you're like the etch a sketch of humans. Like someone just picks you up and shakes you a little bit. Let's play, let's play some more. So uh, yeah, it's good. No, no recovery time there. Literally, just a short rest. Five minutes, he's back. That's awesome. How are we doing? Are torches? torches, do they... Do they, they, work again? Again? they work again? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Rest as well? Wasn't, uh... 
Was it Aurora leading us through here? Mm-hmm. I could probably use a healing surge if someone's got one. Wait. Oh wait, I can just do it. Surge, surge yourself, dude. Well, you get a plus eleven. You get a plus one. eleven. Yeah. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your bonus. For white to all of those. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's the same like damage using his average. Oh yeah, yeah. We don't have to do the. We're not in a rush thing. Yeah. 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 Right. I'm already almost to full, so I'm not gonna waste it. Yeah. I also I'm running a little bit. <coughs> I'm at one thirteen. Dwarves don't take much damage against drow. Yeah. No. It's kind of their speciality. Yeah. You have poison resistance? Oh, no, that's because of your amulet. I had my save, but I also wisely switched my amulet to poison. Very good. Now, I could have given you all a plus five resist to poison, but I was never close enough to you to really get everybody. Don't worry about it. And then I lose all my poison resistance. Mm. But all right. I still keep my You're save being bonus. Shellfish. Aurora knows no. that you are just on the outskirts of Earthroot. Ah. It okay, is a mere, probably a mere week's travel to Ikamu, although she does not know the cave, the network of caves intimately this far north of East Rift. Uh, she has been able to navigate through much of this uh, quite expertly. Quite. Well, then. What do people think of that, that marching order? Can you... Can, sure. I, can a nightmare make it through this kind of... Uh, or what do they call them? What? Phantom steeds? Phantom steeds. Uh, no. No. It's too small. A lot of narrow passages. Uh, I was hoping maybe we'd like some of this. There's weird energy and magic in the Underdark that just messes with a lot of... Yeah, a lot of ways things. you can just take it and sit damage. Because remember, uh, if the Phantom mean, Steeds take any damage, they go away. Yeah. So yes. I could summon the Flyburn and have it bounce against one of the walls. That would be funny, <laughs> so yes, do that. Oh my <laughs> god. I just want to watch it do that. It's like, so loud. It eats a little cat and then gets... In the cavern. Alright, so... It cause an earthquake. Let's, Let's move on. Um, we do. I was trying to. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Then. No, I'm... <laughs> All right. Yeah. Continuing your march. She railed. Through the Underdark. What do you know about Earthroot? I don't know. World Engineering uh, knowledge check or history or streetwise. History. I don't know what I know. I will roll one. Yeah, I mean, oh, listen to anything. he apparently knows a lot. Dungeoneering? Everything. 35. Even 30. 30. As well. What skills are you guys doing? Engineering. Thirty-one streetwise. You got a thirty history. <laughs> That's correct. Tell me first. Thirty to be different. Uh, Aurora explains. Who wants to explain the 35. engineering history of this area? Oh, Aurora wants through. to badly. Aurora explains that humanoids inhabit parts of Earthroot. Earthroot. Drow. Uh, Drow maintain a sprawling and unusual metropolis called Undrik Thraz, uh, as you know, under Thay. The cruel Durgar live under the Sunrise Mountains, occasionally harassing the Rashemi and the nomads of the Endless Wastes. The most numerous aberrant creatures of Earthroot are the cloakers of the ramparts of night, where Earthroot passes into the Shadowfell. Reclusive Shadarkai live in the ramparts as well, hiding from their lords in the Thero. And Brandis, Brandis. calls some history of this area. You are he already rolled, right? I know, I'm rolling how he knows this stuff. He adventured with someone who lived here. And it was explained to him that this land below, like the surface realms above it, is a place of lost empires. Ancient Narfel and uh, Rumathar established holds here. Mulharond uh, built a secret necropolis in the deeps while it yet controlled Thay. Even the Amaskari of old survived the ruin of their empire by retreating into Earthroot. Bryce talks about this as we're walking through. I think you step. Yeah, or just like information blasted you. Ah! <laughs> Pretty much. 
like, I did a report on this for for school back in the East Ridge. Ben tries to recall what he's heard whispered in the streets of this sort of area, but this is not a place that the common folk talk about. 31 is not enough street walkers. Ben only hangs out with the common folk. Uh... It is another week's travel time. You got that? Week? Yeah. I'm trying to give you all the time so that you know uh, yes. to write down. Um, it's another That's week's fun. travel before you finally place. reach Ikamu. Much. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Guys, please. This is a nature check. We'll see if I see anything suitable for a mount for Ren. <laughs> you Thank see you. a blade 26 nature check. You. you see. Many creatures that uh, mostly avoid your presence as you walk through, shedding light, talking, being loud. No, most of them smelling different. But no, uh, the uh, most of what you see would not be suitable or tameable here. These uh, creatures that you've seen so far. But he's keeping an eye out. Sorry, buddy. Maybe the next rider. Uh, does anyone want to explain anything they're doing during this uh, long trip through? Uh, Ren, <clears throat> Ren, as we are taking this trip through the Underdark, uh, keeps thinking back to the guy that they bumped into at the bar that was telling him kind of about, that, that knew him from the Book of the Dam that had also looked upon it and seen it. And he keeps thinking about the stuff that the guy had said about how you know he had been there and he has ways of getting in and out and stuff like that. And Ren... You know, when you find out that you're... He already knew he was kind of screwed and he was going there, but when you find out, like I was saying earlier to Dan, that when you are damned to fiery misery for the rest of eternity, when you die, if there is a way to turn down the temperature, (laughs) that is not a bad thing. So he's been thinking a lot about that, and he gets really frustrated that everywhere that they go, there's no libraries or any apparently smart people that can go and help him out with this that are in the know of such things because he's just been given this chunk of this this little tidbit of knowledge that he's now can't do anything with it. <clears throat> so he uh, he decides in his infinite wisdom that he is going to uh, fall back on some of his uh, learning that he had done back when he was in the Citadel, and he begins that learning. He begins to ponder some of the spells and some of the rituals and some of the stuff that he had learned back then, because he's getting too antsy to try to look this stuff up in books, and he thinks maybe he can go and harness this. He's he's maybe the demons now. He's older now. He's wiser, and he thinks that he can handle it. So he. Uh, during the evenings, uh, occasionally, just kind of uh, is off. Kind of, it almost looks like in his own little world as he is, um, as he is thinking about these things and kind of muttering things to himself. And mm-hmm. and it, <coughs> it uh, does any of it look sinister or malicious? Do you summon any demons? No. But. Uh, as the week progresses and these thoughts still linger in his mind, uh, you can tell a little bit of a change is coming over. He gets a little bit more irritable. Uh, he, you know, where 
you know, somebody may have tripped before and it would have been like, oh, way to go. He would say something like, if you fucking trip and touch me one more time, I swear to you, I will kick you in the balls. Just a little bit more like, what, what's, his, what's his problem? So, um, he does that for a little while. That's kind of what he, what's on his mind right now and what he's, that's where he's at. What he's doing. Intriguing. Q is, uh, he's more of a surface guy. This is fairly obvious. Um, but he's attempting to acclimate himself to his surroundings, like he did when we were out on the ocean and like he did when we were out on the airship. Uh, he's trying to get used to this place. So he, a couple times during their trip, like, they'll be camping for the night, and he'll just kind of <laughs> go a little ways and kill the lights and kind of sit there in the dark and just see what he can divine of his senses and kind of get used to the places. And while they're traveling, he picks Aurora's brain a lot, because oh. she seems to know a large amount about this place, so he tries to... She's already talking about it. <laughs> but he, he engages her in it. Like, well, ask, she when that. she starts talking, he says, well, what about this? Or do they do this? Or talking about creatures and natural threats and environments, or if there's any kind of weather down here. Or things you have to be worried about. Just she, because She thrives on your interest. Like, she's been talking this whole time, just waiting for someone to show even the tiniest iota of interest. You open the floodgates of information. You drown! You drown in information. Pretty much every time she sees something she thinks you'll be interested in, she interrupts you, whatever it is you're doing, says, come over here, come over here, look at this, look at this. And then it's some rock, and you can't tell what's special about it, and she goes, okay, this is, and then she goes on and on and on about this particular kind of rock and why it's really interesting that it's found here. It's usually found a little higher up, but this particular mineral compound t- tends to attract this and this and this and this and this, and don't touch it with this or this, because that'll happen. And then, and then, and then she just keeps going and going and going. And once your eyes kind of glaze over, she kind of fades off. But this goes, thing. You know, but anyway, isn't it neat? Hugh doesn't necessarily absorb everything he hears immediately. I mean, some of the more difficult concepts or something. But he tries to pick up enough of it so that he will get by. There might be. Just because he's wise. He's not necessarily the brightest guy, so he'll pick up stuff and he'll use it well. But he doesn't. He's not a quick learner. Listen to Aurora, but (laughs) beyond that, Dalman. As I wrote a little bit about this week, he he's been apprehensive about coming down here and being in what he really pictures as a very secluded, dark, kind of like cagey environment. But, uh, you know, the opportunity, I mean, the necessity of coming down here for an extended period of time combined with his obligation not to complain about it, sets, uh, and combined with the, uh, the surprising kind of like diversity and beauty that he finds, you know, in, in the underdark at certain points, he kind of like uh, puts him puts him back on his heels a little bit and he begins to realize you know really the kind of like the complexity and kind of the extent to which kind of the the wilderness extends downward and you know he sees extremely large areas and, and kind of like uh, uh, full of kind of like fresh and kind of like very active kind of ecosystems and and he begins to take an interest in, in, in the, the life the, the life and the lifestyle of the uh, of the beings that dwell here. I imagine I would imagine that on their way they that the, the drow aren't the only humanoids that they encounter. There's a lot of different kind of like humanoid kind of populations, whatever, kobolds and whatever. 
you know, fungus guys and whatever. I, I would imagine there might, if not, if not be actual people they run into, at least traces of them. And so, a little bit in a kind of like zoological, anthropological kind of way, Damon begins to kind of like look for for signs of these things and think a little bit more about what life would be like here. And it begins to kind of like open his mind up a little bit and help him feel a little rest, less restricted. For sure, kind of like talking with the uh, Earth Elementals when he was adventuring with Aurora back uh, from Baldur's Gate. They were able to talk too a little bit about you know life, life, the element of Earth and kind of life underground. And, and he's been able to connect with that more. And it's surprisingly less. I mean, there are those miles and miles of like claustrophobic, stinking tunnels, which he expected. But there are, are uh, unexpectedly uh, uh, you know moments of kind of grandeur and uh, and you know, in diversity, and he really appreciates that and starts to take that to heart. Brandis, that makes Aurora happy. you had earlier mentioned that the creatures wander away from our scent, light, and noise. Brandis supplies the last one. His is kind of a uh, ongoing dialogue uh, to basically the group as a whole. Um... Talks directly to it's. It's kind of like I was just talking, and you just kind of like look, and then you and you keep going, and it's just like blah blah. Um, as opposed to Aurora's experience in the Underdark, which was like training and expeditions in, <laughs> and like learning maps and stuff like that. Brennis kind of Field had trips. a Tom Hanks in Castaway kind of <laughs> thing going, where like he learned a lot, but it was a lot of more about observation. It's like so I called those. <laughs> Spiny lobsters. Not because they look like lobsters. It was a funny story because I was eating something that kind of looked like a lobster, but it was more of an insect when I saw one. And so it's like, so he has stuff like that and just talks about how, like, being stranded. It's like, oh, I think I was over here. No, no, no. A lot of tunnels look alike in the Underdark. Um, and I just kind of. I was on that rock. And, and so, and, you know, he's pretty, uh, uh, he's in good spirits while we're down here, partly because the first encounter was so rough. And it really took a lot out of us, specifically Brandis, but also, like, the group, like, Cameron was saying, like, you know, even if this is a good source of income, we don't need to seek after those encounters, because that was pretty rough. And if we hadn't taken out the Dreader then, who's to say we wouldn't have gotten more and more waves of Grimlocks, which were slowly wearing us down? Um, and so Brandis was a little bit happy that after he had had kind of such an awful experience being just trapped and, like, wandering through the Underdark, that the whole group kind of, like... No one's going like, yeah, Underdark, no problem. Just have that first encounter. Everyone's like, all right, let's uh, let's pay attention to our grouping. Let's, let's be safe. So uh, yeah. Watch your left flank. You keep leaving it. Yeah, keep leaving it. Sloppy. Sloppy. Or just says it. She doesn't know what she's saying. But she heard, <laughs> she know what she that heard means. him say it one Friend time. says that now and then. <laughs> your left flank. It's like, left, your flank. It's left. You left it behind. You left it. That's right. Go left on the flank. All right. What are you, a halfling? Um, <coughs> my, my dwarven grammar is a little different. That's all. I got one more thing. All right. So as as we are kind of the days go on, and Ren is doing all this stuff. One night when the group is uh, settling down to take a break, he uh, he. Approaches Brandis kind of quietly and says, uh, "Brandis, I could use your assistance if you, if you have him a little bit." Brandis nods and as we're walking away, he says, "It's a rash. I've seen them all." 
Ren says, excellent, because I, I have one of those too. Perhaps you can assist me with that as well. But, um... steals himself. We, uh, we motion to the group and say, we'll be back. We just have to go check something out over here. Right? So, uh, <coughs> as Mario we... watches them go. Curious. As we Everybody's walk there. off, Ren, uh... She senses subterfuge. Ren starts talking to Brandis, and starts to vent his frustration in the fact that he has kind of come to a uh, a head. He can't really... There, there's nothing more that he's been able to glean for a little while off of his uh, memories of the of the evil, book. evil books and stuff that he read. And he figures that Brandis has been... He's been around. He's seen lots of things. He's done lots of things. Uh, and he... He, he says, Brandis, I need to ask you a favor. He says, uh, in, my, in the last few days, there have been many things that have been weighing heavily on my mind. And I need to uh, perform a ritual right now that I need your assistance that says, what kind of ritual? Uh, he says, well, <clears throat> I'm going to attempt to summon a demon. Here's the catch. Haven't done this in a while, and I don't want to go off the deep end, so I need someone here as kind of a lifeline to pull me back just in case. But, if I get it here, and, I, and everything goes well... I also want someone here that can stomp the shit out of it in case the shit hits the fan. Brandon says, I can do neither of those. So, with that, Ren says, <clears throat> okay, this is a good enough spot. We're going to try this. Brandon says, low uh, arcana is basically him aiding you by telling you about this other time he was Helping out with a ritual where someone summoned something and it ended badly. And I totally screwed that up and... <laughs> well, he... It's mostly her fault. He says, okay, let's do this. And he sits down and he begins to uh, mutter an incantation that Brandis doesn't understand. And he kind of goes off in his own little world and he's kind of looks like he's in a daze and he's just kind of swaying. And suddenly in front of you... Or in front of us, as Brandis is probably, I assume, just kind of standing and watching me with his arms raised up. Uh, you see a jet of smoke appear, and a little imp appears. And Ren kind of snaps out of it and looks and looks back at Brandis and says, Whoa, how long did that take? Brandis just says, Now? No, 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 don't, 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 don't kill it yet. Hold on. And he tries to, and, and Ren tries to talk to the, uh, to the imp. And, and crazy language, huh? Yeah, and the imp doesn't say anything back. He just kind of squawks at him. Just goes, rawr, 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 rawr. And, uh... Nice. This little guy. And Ren is a little bit disheartened that he didn't manage to summon some kind of a smart... Imp. He kind of 
uh, summons the equivalent of like an imp pug, <laughs> and uh, but he still manages to do it nonetheless. And with his irritation, he immediately yells at the imp and just goes curses and throws his arms, and the imp goes away in a puff of smoke. At which point he stands up. And he looks at Brandis and says, I thank you for coming with me. Brandis slowly puts his sword back, confused at why he didn't get to use it. He said, if you had used your sword on that imp, it would have been overkill. That thing was nothing. But, I'm glad to see that I was able to do it and not get pushed over the edge. And I thank you for coming with me. As we walk back, Brandis teaches you a lesson and says, there's no such thing as overcome. I don't understand that. <laughs> and, uh... This will help you in life. It's important. Can't overdo it. And Ren tells the... tells Brandis that, uh... It would be best, for the time being, if he could... If somebody asks what we are doing, you don't have to lie, but don't go back to camp and be like, Oh my gosh! You guys! You gotta see what he just did! Because... That was pretty dark stuff that he just did. So... Be a fun entry in the camp, or ask, what were you guys doing? Pretty much! <laughs> Sucks! <laughs> I bet you guys have code language, because you took that whole journey across the all room together. It's a good point. You probably have some good, like, non-verbal communicate between the two, I'd imagine. This is not deception. It's building on the... A duo. A powerful the, duo. The bonus to the, uh... <laughs> the uh, relation, uh... The reputation check between Brannis and... The biggest and the littlest. Quite makes sense. We're like Lenny and George. Big Al and Reno. Uh-oh. Except that would make you retarded. <laughs> anyway... Um, well, what's your intelligence score? About? So, yeah. Okay. So we get back to camp, and, and Ren continues about his stuff. Oh, I wasn't joking. Could we take a couple minute break? Just gonna change something there. In a sec. Sure. Throughout the couple weeks it takes to finish your journey, the Clefton, uh, you start to get used to his uh, to his routine every morning. Like clockwork, he's up at the same time every single morning, and he's doing his sword practice. And since Daniel has roughly the same routine, uh, many of these days, Clethen asks to, uh, uh, after being there for a little bit, Clethen asks if uh, he'd like to to uh, spar to to help improve the uh, both of their skills. Daniel says to the prince, he says, uh, "Of course, but prince, I must remind you." You promised great aid to us on this trip. And the last fight, you offered some aid. And just leaves it at that. He is, uh... You have to make good, but... Who knows? There's always uh, more opportunities. Oh, so, do you want to just do the, uh... Yes, so, Damon agrees. I, I didn't know. But... And so, uh... And so they do. Um, Damon finds the prince's, uh, skills as the days pass are getting better and better. He's clearly completely recovered from his uh, as, from his polymorphing. Mm-hmm. Daemon can best him more than his uh, share of times. 
But there are times when the prince surprisingly gets in moves that Damon does not expect. And at first, Damon thinks maybe. Oh, just, of course, he'd love he to pass had, it off. He had left down his guard at one point. Then it happens enough times throughout this travel that perhaps, at least sometimes, mm-hmm. the prince is truly using a uh, a smart move that uh, that comes unawares. Well, as uh, and uh, as as this happened, Damon begins to think to himself, for all of his natural talent, he doesn't have much formal training, or hasn't in a great in a great many years. He really learned to fight. Kind of half self-taught, half learned to fight through fighting. And though his uh, his master was was a great a great warrior, never was he a master swordsmith. He begins thinking. He begins thinking to himself, "Who do I know who can help me get back this edge on the prince without me talking to the prince? Because I won't do that." <laughs> He's like, "I need to go, Doctor Brandis." It is, uh, and then you see him after the sparring every morning, his usual routine of map study. Although he seems to be only have a collection of overland maps, but he is kind of looking at them and seeing where they're going, and uh, sometimes he's not even studying where you guys are, he's just looking through them. He spends probably an hour in the morning before, many times before other people awake, just studying this. And uh, you see that he's a pretty, um, he's, he's definitely a man who has lived by routine. After he meets you once, he's a, you should ask you what I did to him on the mountain. <laughs> All right, you need Damn, it especially doesn't ask that. You needed a quick break? Uh, just quick. All right. Less than five minutes. Compared to the relative wasteland of gloom and pallid squalor, Ikamoo stands as a beacon of sanctuary from the growing numbness of the Underdark. Four massive obsidian towers loom in the distance, jutting to soaring heights above the city. There do not seem to be any official roads or marked pathways to speak of, as you realize the true bulk of the city is not on the ground at all, but lurks above you in the vertically designed towers and buildings. Many with no notable methods of scaling at all. <coughs> Indeed, as you observe your surroundings, you get a sense that the upper realm of this place is limited to those who can access it. Humans seem to make up the bulk of the residents on the floor, manning stalls, shops, and toting around various goods and livestock. The Shadarkai move amongst them with a vague air of superiority, teleporting as they please from shadow to shadow. They move with a disciplined grace that speaks of highly militarized society, though you know they are far from prudish. Many wear the signet of Tempest, the god of war, as well as the dark black plumes of the Raven Queen. All around you, you see Shadarkai training in small and large groups. Graceful movements with speed and finesse seem to be favored, as are drow weaponry. Most of the humans and other second-class citizens seem to make a point of avoiding your eye, but when cast upon the Shadarkai, they look back with lingering, appraising stares and wry smiles. A few even go so far as to whistle and point, as if greatly amused by the spectacle of your presence in a town which is a spectacle unto itself. They're whistling at us. That's tight. Like we're the. I like the shadow. Like we're the new inmates in a prison. <laughs> Hard to say. What are they gonna try to do? Make me their bitch? I mean, that's what it sounds like. Hey, pretty on. boy! Oh, oh, get a nice mouth! Oh, fresh meat! Mm. I can't wait. Yeah. In the better lit, better lit troll. In the better lit city, you can now see that the shadow Kai are not dark skinned, like the drow. But they are uh, they are actually quite the opposite. Many of them with completely pale skin and varying shades of gray. No uh, no colored, you know, peach pigment to speak of. Hmm. 
Zahar, who you had met in the dark halls of the Underdark, must have seemed uh, must have seemed darker in the uh, as the shadows played with your eyes. I, for one, am glad that I now know the official way to spell it. It was getting so many different I have on the form. written on the form many times by me. In different ways, by everyone. Zahara? By me. No, Shad Archive. No, Shad Archive. No. Ikamu. Ikamu. Alright. Like what are you guys doing? So the city is set up like big vertical obsidian towers, and that's where like the there are four obsidian towers, but the city is very large. Imagine skyscrapers. Okay, Ikumu has a population of roughly eight thousand. It's a fairly large city. And I mean, but is this picture represented? I mean, we're seeing you got like trolls and orcs just in shops and stuff. Yeah, I heard before that it was a big trading. There are some. I remember hearing that on one a so previous session. We have two months now until the tournament. Awesome. No. I thought yeah. we had one. Yeah, we had no, two. We left a month early. Yeah. What is the... And you got here quicker than... Uh, yeah. Necessary. I may have missed this part, but what is the general... Yeah, um, we have two months-ish. Wealth and stuff of this town. Are these all, like... Military vagrants and stuff like that, or are they like rich elite and super poor and everyone in between? Is it like Neverwinter? Ikamu is a very large trading town, and as such, there are many that carry a lot of coin to trade with. Uh, this is this is where the no one can really get along with the Drow, but people can get along with the Shadarkai. You can see that. Almost every shop you see and, and stall you see is manned by humans. The Shadarkai uh, don't seem to be operating any of them. But you see the Shadarkai shopping and, uh, and trading at many of them. You know that the Shadarkai make frequent expeditions into the Underdark and the Shadow Dark to, um, and bring back valuable stuff stolen from the Drow and other, um, and other evil creatures here. There's humans down here. How on earth did... Hugh finds that surprising. He was not expecting to see humans on this trek in the Underdark. We're like a plague. Can't get rid of them. They get the I guess. I mean, just like... No, they're more like sand. These humans get in the Underdark, like, did they just... Is there a large human civilization? His history is not very good, so this is... Months later, you're It's utterly a surprise. Talks about a story about a royal family that left... that was exiled from their nation, and they fled to Ikemu. Hmm. Is that true? You breed like rabbits. I know there's such stories. Is it true? You don't know. <laughs> you forget that no matter what number it was. It was love. Otherwise, I would have been like, yeah, you've heard of the story. It's true. Uh, the tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> the architecture of. This city catches Aurora's eye immediately, for it is unlike any architecture she has ever seen in all of her travels. I've seen a lot of in fact, all of you, it is com- just completely foreignly built. It is, uh, it is very strange, and it is Aurora has definitely heard the tales of Ikamu, for it was not built by the Shadar Kai. Nobody knows who built Ikamu. Whoa! That's I didn't even know that. What, who built it? Or, or that, you, that or they didn't build it? Or that I knew that. Any of those things. <laughs> it does not take much time of walking around Ikamu before Aurora 
sees some of the mysterious door-like arches graven with ritual symbols that are carved into the walls of one of the open markets. Uh, she knows that it is speculated that the former inhabitants used these doors to enter another world, perhaps with foresight of the coming spell plague. Mm. This is kind of a weird question, but um, we see a lot of we're seeing a lot of markets and everything down on the ground level here. Obviously, there is there item places and weapon places. I mean, uh, valuable. You're talking about stuff that was stolen uh, by the drop. Uh, are there like cheaper stuff? Like, do we see stuff as mundane as like a food like shack? Got to eat. That has like bread and stuff, or is that pretty much all? You know, There's okay. everything. It's okay. a big city. So there are just it's a like bizarre. basic like it's a bizarre, bizarre. I mean, we're in a new city. Not many people will ever come down here. Baron's kind of wants to try out a couple it can move special like specialty dishes. Oh, as soon as you mention that, you says that sounds like a good idea. Ren is all about that. Says <clears throat> I've got poison Tonight, resistance. We dine in Nikamu. A banquet. Uh, Drow break. Well, he says, so we've probably had to find lodgings and talk to whoever we need to talk to about this tournament thing. That one guy didn't seem to think that he they'd let us compete. That's an interesting question. He said uh, he hoped they would, though. I assume we had an extended rest, right? No. No, no we didn't? No, we didn't. We have to get to the four. We got one counter this day. Yeah, basically, we're on the four <laughs> counter cycle. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, dude. That's okay. All friends. Well, where do you learn about the tournament then? Uh, well, it's lodging first. Streetwise, or well, lodging probably first. Are you tired? Yeah. Is that it? Well, no. We just got in here. We're probably gonna need a damn. We're all the streetwise checked. If I'm gonna be here for two months, to find out what types of lodging. We're gonna be here for two months. This isn't even like a tight couple nights. We're gonna be living in for a while. There, I guess there are worse places. I would just rather twenty-eight streetwise. Damn man. Jamin chats up uh, a couple of, uh, you know, as, as they, they they round up one Ben and a few uh, Shadow Kai kind of like lounging uh, on, on a stoop, start whistling. Jamin, rather than walking by them like the rest, just turns and uh, heads straight for them, making full eye contact, and approaches them with uh, with such bravura that perhaps they're inclined to uh, to converse with Jamin a short while. And he says, uh, he says, you, could, you guys can see that I'm not a local boy. But I would say you point me in the direction of uh, the best in town. Uh, they say, uh, they look to each other and they smile. They seem to be amused by the spectacle. And they say, all right, the Blight Keeper's in. And they, uh, they point, uh, they kind of explain some directions on how to get there. And then one of them laughs. And as they, uh, as they kind of point and explain upwards... And they explain that it's, you know, like seven stories up along one of the areas. <laughs> Damn man says obliged and immediately takes off flying to the nearest, uh, uh, the nearest stalagmite to, uh, get a better view of where they pointed. He, uh, he can see, although clearly he's not looking back, obviously, to see their reaction. He doesn't need to. Okay. But he can see. Oh, yeah. So. Seven stories up. Hmm. Yeah, so basically, oh he, uh, Damon spends a little time, maybe a little use of the flying hook. To uh, get up high enough where you can spot a spot a, spot a path, or make a make a make a uh, 
a uh, kind of let down some ropes and make a pass up to this uh, <laughs> lightkeeper's inn. This is humiliating. The the actual area of I say for a place he that, would like, rather only the live cool on the ground if that's cool. It's floating. It's just up there. It's well fortified. Think about it in the survival perspective. I, I'm just like Brennus respects the persistence. Um, but uh, the the area of the city is like big. It's like an open area. Like it's not. It is. It is a a large city, and it is also uh, vertically oriented. Yeah, high ceiling. Uh, that's I mean high underdog ceiling. Um, well, no, it's built in tiers. But I mean, like, but I mean, uh, Flyburn could fly around here. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I'm just gonna do that because uh, <laughs> in in a place where only the cool people get to live upstairs because there are no stairs. Um, <laughs> you can fly in my fly burn. It's just, we gotta find a class where you're getting up there. Otherwise, the rumor is gonna get out with their bunch of, uh, landlubbers that can't, uh, get to Climbing up the a second rope story. out there. Yeah, they're using a rope. Because we can use, we can ferry back and forth to fly burn. But, uh, just saying. It's the best I've got. I don't, I don't want, uh, I don't want people to see us using ropes. We can't have them talking shit on day one. Exactly. We're gonna be here for two months. I don't need that. Yeah, no. Um, so Brennus is gonna fly Knock up, fly over up. the tower. He's gonna <laughs> throw down and says, Wyvern! The fly. Alright. <laughs> Damon is able to find the inn, uh, the inn spoken of. And he sees when he steps inside that is pretty much only Shadar Kai uh, that occupy the, uh, the tables here getting drinks and uh, and discussing. And you can see that most of these tables, there's not anyone sitting around just kind of sipping sipping ale. Every single one of these tables has people uh, using big hand gestures and clearly awesome. telling a story. A couple of them are... Uh, are sparring while others cheer onwards. There is there is no amount gambling. Are uh, wrestling? Some gambling, but mostly mostly stories being told. Awesome. Abby Damon feels related, <laughs> and it takes some effort. But throughout the use of uh, assisting with Flyvern and uh, and ropes and such, what, no how ropes. Is, how is Aurora getting up? Fly. The fly. He's only using fly. Oh, you're just using to, to ferry? Yeah, to bring people. Uh, yeah. Fly up using Flyvern. <laughs> All of you are able to get up and enter the tavern. He was Woo-hoo! not overly thrilled with the prospect. He's like, we could have just stayed down there. I don't know. <laughs> with the scum and the poor? Yes, with the humans. <laughs> no! I hate humans! <laughs> <laughs> Give me a good nobleman any any. <laughs> Wait, don't talk about that. All right. Well, I mean, we got two months. Do we? Uh, do we have some questions we want to directly ask people, or do we want to just like talk about some of the things that we're just overall yeah, trying, about to, like, the trying to accomplish? In, or did we get hornswoggled? Well, uh, well, it's definitely a place where uh, where the only the Shadar Kai are here, and the people yes. here. Are clearly the adventurous type, although that could probably describe the entire Shadar Kai population. Nice again. I don't mind that. I just want to make sure it wasn't like. And then you turn the corner. Yeah. Light it in. It's like the shingles, like hanging there. It's clearly been vacant. 
for so like three months. stabbed in front right now. <laughs> Hi, I'm the innkeeper. <laughs> yeah, but don't. Uh, I'll give you a room if you take that back and bury it. <laughs> so what do you, uh... Hugh says to him, says, well, you brought us here, get us a room. Damn it. Yes. And, uh, do all that. Alright, so that's, yeah. I, I was just saying, uh, maybe we should make a list, including investigating the tournament of things we might want to do in the next couple of months. If we, if it's buying, if it's some research, library-wise. Does that sound like yeah. a good anyway, idea? Spend the night, relax, we've been traveling the Underdark for a while. Um... RP this banquet real Get quick. our, uh, yeah, get our, um, well, we could, but I don't, um, I don't yeah. know, it's, it's up to, I don't know what people want to do. Um, we've had some, we've had some good Ooh, so far. Okay. Uh, uh, can I get our grounds, get our, get our, uh, get our bearings for the city? Uh, and then I said we do some, start doing some streetwide stuff, uh, the next morning about, uh, everything from what buying stuff is here is like, tattoos, the tournament, uh, and what the city has to offer in terms of honing our skills. We talked about we wanted to get here early, yeah. not so much to do shopping. I mean, shopping's not going to take very long, but to actually sit down and uh, well, we also, have to be a unit, you know, do the, do the well, should we just like, fall. Should May we I also bring up the fact that there's supposed to be the champion around here somewhere. Right, and Arath will have a he presence here. He was sent so, to Ikamu. So, put another, we'll look for someone who's badass. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Look for the bad. Look for, for the big guy. The ass that is bad. Yes. Okay. So, okay. gather information. We're going to uh, contact whoever does the tournament. I don't know if you have to like enter or if it like find out. I guess yes. Tournament See if there are rules. Enrollment. <laughs> so we have gather information, which can be a couple of different things. We are acquire some items. Tournament enrollment and tattoos. I kind of feel like the tattoos we should do closer to the right before the, uh, the tournament. After we feel like we've, you know, first thing you do, you get in town, you get a tattoo. Yeah. That's a little badass. Familiar. It's either really badass or really hayseed. Well, is yeah. it your first tattoo? Nope. Uh, hayseed is going to the. Randy's got a tattoo when he was, when he was uh, 10 years old, but it healed. I'm putting forth and what looking for any other ideas other than tournament enrollment, tattoos, acquire items, gather information. I guess train, training, training, team building exercises, trust <laughs> team building exercise. That's nothing. Anything um, else? That's sound like ideas. Well, let's do it. Items, information, enrollment, training, and hunting the badass. All right, and gather information. Let's just break it down really quick. Araf. Yes. Tournament. Tournament. That's oh, other competitors. 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 Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we got a lot of competition. No, just to know what we're up against. We're going to have to fight these people. It's like... Well, we already know one well, guy. We, we have a lot of questions within the And then the large competitors. Scott Pilgrim sort of things. We learn the critical weakness that ends up defeating them in the moment of oh. truth. We're almost lost. We're all lost. Okay, so... The tournament, Arath, anything else we want to be gathering information on while we're down here... Uh, do they know any information about what's going on in the city, uh, whatever, in Skyclave, yeah. in Deep Amaskar? Yeah, oh, that's a good idea. Oh, that's, that's also, that's way far away oh, from Oh, Deep Amaskar, but it's, uh, yeah, that's something. Where here. is Deep Amaskar, roughly from here? Yeah, um, where is Ikamu in the, in the, on the world map in terms of, uh... Well, it's right here, somewhere, in that area. It's in that area, and I thought... Is Deep Amaskar? I thought Deep Amaskar was up north over here. Mm-hmm. Earthroot. 
Oh, uh, there's a map online. We can check. The map of the Underdark. Uh, Alright, what was your question? Sorry. Uh, how far away is is uh, Demon Mascar from Ikenum? Like, would these guys have any more updated information than Skycliff, for example? Well, it's possible you can see Deep in Mascara right there. Yeah. Oh, it is. oh really? Yeah, it's, it's right in, there. It's in Earthroot. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Yeah. Where is Deep in Well, oh. Piggly Piggly. There it is. There's Deep in There's Deep in Mascara. Deep in Mascara is. Or Deep in Mascara is here. Deep in here. Oh, okay. That's but that's a long way at the end of the dark. Yeah, and it's a dangerous way. Every way is a long way at the end of the dark. Okay, so, Greg, we have gather information Every on a couple subjects acquire items, tournament enrollment, tattoos, and training. Which one? Did you have any any uh, say in what you want us to do first? If those are the things we want to do, or how we do. I have to say. That I'm or? saying, do you have any or yeah. any preference in terms of how we do them in order? Or we just do whatever we which want. Which ones would you? Which one do you think is most important that you should take? Uh, tattoos tournament. later. Ta- tournament info first. Okay. Right. Because uh, that was one of the reasons why he wanted to come here. down here to see if there was. You know, oh, you have to yeah, apply you early enough. Early, yeah. You is have this? to. Sorry, we'll all pull up. <laughs> is it an annual tournament or is this like a one time deal? We don't know. No, it's, it's not one time. I thought it was once every hundred years. I forget what I don't know if it was. making up things that sounded no, cool. No, no, I thought, I thought you a rat said something. I thought a rat said something along the line. I like you said memory, That it was going to be a long time before there was another chance, or it was very difficult to get this serephanine stuff. So, I don't know. It, uh, Oh, as part of our uh, research, maybe we'll find out these answers. Yes. Actually, let's just let's see if we can uh, track down some information. That, that should we do? Ask some guys to see where the there maybe there's a center or a place where you go to sign up. Convention center. Yeah. Convention center. Yeah. Yes. So. Meeting hall. Get your badge there. SKTM Shadow Tournament League. <laughs> it's a well-known association in this city. But will they talk about it? Well, let's do some uh, checks. I mean. Or if it's not necessary to make a check, I guess we could just get it. Yeah. What's uh? How do we go about doing this? Explain who you're going to talk to. Just uh, random people, or uh, is, since his social skills are not great with this, he's going to look for signs, like seriously, like stuff posted. Or is going to find the friendliest looking shatterkite you can, which is hard to do. Brandis. Brandis is. What is a friendly looking shatterkite? Brennis' attempts, you can immediately tell, are pretty futile. Uh, there aren't really signs and directions and, uh, and t- in order to find stuff, but he tries anyway. Aurora um, spends some time. Is it, she's able to find someone that maybe looks a little more approachable, isn't in the middle of uh, regaling a tale a to uh, others or showing off or training in, many, in one of the many... Like military uh, training camps around here, and she learns. What does she ask explicitly? Where do you go to find more information about this tournament? I've heard so much about, but not enough. Tell me now. I must know. Can and only what? you can tell me. Bat, bat, bat. Say what? Can I say what Brian's doing? And maybe that'll. Is it with me. Aurora? Uh, it wasn't with Aurora, but then no. Um, unless it unless it overrides what she's doing. Well, it has to. Like, do are you gonna kill Aurora? No, but it has to do with finding out info about the tournament. Right. So I'm resolving her thing first. Okay. Um. The uh the woman looks back at Aurora, and uh, and she says, 
You know not even of its name? Yet you come to compete in it? Of course I do! I just didn't know if you knew. <laughs> Roll a diplomacy check for her, uh... And then take 20 from it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, 22? The woman says... She, she says, It will at least be amusing watching you fail. And then she, she says, Head over to... Uh, I never said I wanted to be in it. <laughs> I just wanted to know more about it. I mean, she, she, sorry. She could tell. Uh, we gave it away. Bling, bling, bling. You're level 15, miss. Yeah. <laughs> Sparkle. You're halfway finished. She said, head over to Mathar, and then she points up towards one of the huge uh, towers. The Is Mathar a person or a place? And she's pointing to one of the huge towers, but she has heard enough speaking that she knows that is the name of the large tower there. What is Ren doing? <coughs> Ren goes out into the town. And begins to uh, observe people around and starts to ask around for. What was the name of the guy with the shadowy. Zahar? Zahar. Asks around if anyone has seen Zahar lately. Alright. Um. Did you stay for time? <laughs> <laughs> now you're dead. Roll initiative. Roll uh, street vice. Really? Who are you with? Oh, those guys over there. <coughs> they quit kill all those guys. <laughs> Fuckers. Yeah. Nobody asks about Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. spent some time talking amongst people. Is he mostly asking Shadar Kai or humans and other races as well, or what? He's mostly asking Shadar Kai. All right. Many of the Shadar Kai find it uh, find it a little. Um, they kind of well, they clearly look down at Ren as he approaches, Literally. but he's in good company in this sort of place. There are many races here, tall and short, that uh, it's not as unusual perhaps as um, as walking around in Skyclave, for example. Uh, and many of them just kind of brush him off as if, uh, you know, why would they answer this, uh, why would they answer this, this gnome here? But he manages to get some answers. The response is surprising, as pretty much everyone, nobody asks who's Zahar, but instead people say no, but he'll be here uh, he'll be here for the tournament, of course this should be arriving in at least a month one person says, uh, says that he had heard that he had gone off to, uh, to do some drow hunting before before he badass, had to takes off uh, alone. before he had to Zahar. give it up for the tournament to which uh, Ren regales and says, ah yes we joined him on a on a portion of that drow hunt, and we were excited to make his acquaintance. And immediately, he gets cut off as one of the Shadar Kai says, "You fought with Zahar." Absolutely. He says, "He says, come now, crow about the tail." As all of a sudden, several Shadar Kai come from uh, oh, come no. from around. As you hear them saying. He claims to have fought with Zahar. He will tell the tale now. At which point, Ren... Go get Brandis! Hurry! Brandis doesn't want to tell a story. He just wants to hear Ren tell a story. I didn't know if I'm... Hanging out in the... At which point, Ren... 
Well, I'm not bluffing. I'm going to tell the story. Yeah, about how we, tell the story. Man. So I rolled, yeah, a, I rolled a 35 diplomacy nice. and regaled the tale, the tale of us fighting. There we were fighting and uh, and cut. Well, and he, he embellishes a little bit too, and you know about how we took the uh, the drow and the the drider um, by surprise as we came out of the, the shadows, and then Zahar came out of the shadows as well, and we fought. You know. Shoulder to shoulder, and managed to take them all down. And we saved him with the one. swiftness of, of of highly trained and elite fighters. Uh, by the end of the telling of this tale, many of the Shadarkai are whooping and cheering, uh, are cheering at the story as many more have gathered around. Enough of a spectacle has been made that uh, that some of you walking by would have. Heard Ren's voice loudly <laughs> proclaiming this uh, this story, <laughs> if you wish. Uh, yeah, I mean, Damon hasn't taken off yet, so he is he is kind of amazed by how this is all taking place, but not at all not at all distasteful. As soon as Ren's story is done, one of the Shadar Kai steps forward and he says, "That is nothing. That is a tale. Uh, that is a tale a baby could tell." As he steps forward and starts uh, explaining how he uh, he stood toe to toe with Zahar uh, Zahar one time as they met in the they met in the Underdark as they had both happened to be hunting the same drow party and as uh, and they looked at each other and knew that only one of them could get the glory and they fought right then and there against each other as the drow showed up while they were in the middle of the fight and instead of breaking and fighting side by side they continued to fight each other deflecting the attacks of the drow until uh, until Zahar had bested him and uh, and he clearly nodded to Zahar as then they turned their backs to each other and fought the drow that were on their sides, letting Zahar get the larger number of kills. Letting him. And then someone says, You tell a story of when you lost a duel! He says, That is no story at all! And then he launches into... Red, upon getting steamrolled like that, says to the... The Shatterkai says, "Well, apparently, uh, crap. What's his name again? I forget. Zahar. Zahar didn't consider you an equal, and and thought you beneath uh, beneath his uh, talent and everything to fight alongside with." Yeah, Damwin gets up in this guy's face. Are you done? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damwin gets up in this guy's this guy's face, and he says, "He says, ha, you aren't even worthy to uh, to practice with Zahar, whereas we are here." To uh, honor his personal invitation to the tournament. Are you getting in on this? Well, for sure he is. <laughs> oh man! Uh, one says, "Confused." You a personal invitation to the tournament? Show us. Uh, Damon just like gestures to his swords and he says, "What?" What? <laughs> he says, "You claim to have the official uh, the official sanction of a of a Shadar Kai to enter the tournament." He says. Show me on your body where it is. He says, uh... Damon uh, looks back and he says... He says, you speak of uh, silly ink and, and tattoos? He says, are we, are we to blaze or not? Oh, boy. He says, qu- he says, question me with your words again, and they might be your last. 
Oh, you know, that's Curtis pretty, showed up. That's pretty serious. Aurora. Aurora definitely says that, and Damon's definitely doing his thing. Mm. One of the Shadar... A slight flame and glint appears in Ren's eyes. The Shadar... The crowd is large here, as many of them quiet down, and mm. one of them steps forward and speaks and says, You do not know what you speak against. You are standing here in the capital... The largest population of all of Shadar Kine, you insult our ways. He says, he says, uh, he says, I have met Zahar in the tunnels. And he, uh, he gave us his, uh, he says, he gave us his own, uh, invitation to this tournament. He says, if there are, if there are papers to be stamped, let them be stamped. And then let us meet on the sands of the arena. He says, he says, uh, one of them looks. Roll a uh, uh, diplomacy check. Try to defuse the situation. Ren says to them, uh, "Diplomacy is twenty-five." What is Ren saying? Ren says, "We mean not to offend the Shatterkind Nation. We just have met with one of your apparently greatest warriors, and he has expressed his uh, gratitude to us in battle and expressed his interest in uh, facing us." On the battlefield in the tournament. Roll your diplomacy check. Twenty-seven. The man who apparently was speaking for the group, he looks back and he says, "They clearly do not know the difference between a formal invitation and uh, and simple uh, talk." He says, "Let us pay them no more attention." And you see the group start to disperse. Ooh, that ended much more bitterly. Earn back our, our street cred. Mm-hmm. Ren says to him, "What does it take to get a?" He's walking away. Are you talking to talking to his back? Yeah, I, I yell at well, him. Well, did they already point the building that we need to go yeah. to, anyways? Or whatever. Yeah, you guys are communicating through the stones, I assume. So Ren says, "If a formal invitation is so important to the Shadow Kai, how do we go about getting one of these pieces of parchment that can vouch for our skill?" Uh, the uh, the Shadarkai continues to walk away as he is clearly following on, his Ren. words of pay them no more attention. Ren Let's go to the marker, works, marker. Ren uses his intimidate and says, Do not walk away from me! Brandis is going to get in there and, and is going to uh, not well, he, doesn't, he doesn't handle him like a a chop. I mean, he, he gives him the respect of, of a dangerous guy. Brandis is physical. And he uses physical intervention. Physical. And uh, and gets in there and um, <laughs> does. It's not worth. It's not worth it, man. It's not worth it. Come on. He's he's not. It's not the scene. This isn't the venue. It's not the venue for this. And uh, our And oh jeez. And uh, basically. Gets between He's Ren right. and the guy Ren is yelling at, and uh, it is uh, holding Ren back from. The man just looks back as you see, uh, as you see anger flash across his face as he then just continues to walk. Come on, let's let's go, Ren. It's not the menu, man. We've got the way to go. Let's just go up, 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 and over there. Fly, Ren. Well, for Damon's thing, after uh, after he gets involved in this uh, this verbal scuffle, um, he's uses his uh, acrobatics and athletics to uh, really enjoy the vertical landscape here. He the, the city really reminds him a lot of how Airspur is put together, and he has the opportunity to uh, 
you know, draw upon all, a lot of his parkour navigational skills to um, help the group find ways and, uh, and and kind of hidden paths to get to the buildings that they need to go to. So rather than do a lot of talking, even though he ended up doing some talking, his uh, main contribution will to be helping them find ways to get to the place that they need to in this complex city. So... That's going to be uh, 30 acrobatics to be able to just negotiate the train. Okay. Damon, I mean, he's finding himself uh, right at home here. It's, oh, yeah. it's you know, such a, a vertical place. But never before, maybe he's had some taste of it uh, back in uh, Airspur. But... I mean, this is a place where there are no paths and it's built so vertically, but everyone around him yeah. is getting around completely effortlessly as they walk into one shadow and come out of another. And Asper also accommodated regular people. This place doesn't at all. Yeah, no, this is was not built to also. That's why all the shops and stuff are pretty much all on the lower level where the humans and other races can access. And as you go higher, it is uh, you see less and less outsiders. Uh, Do we get to the... Are you guys all heading to the where Aurora has... Uh, yeah, that's what Damon... He's trying to help them get specifically to that place. Oh, gotcha. Like, yeah. Damon is able to navigate you guys there through the uh, through the difficult city. The internet is saying that Ren doesn't have a good brain-mouth filter, and that Aurora is Bren's brain-mouth filter, and she wasn't there. <laughs> She wasn't yeah, there. Well, welcome to the club. Okay, anyway. <laughs> she regulates me all the time. It's not... It's, it's pretty helpful, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... Working your way towards... What would I call that? Um, Macthar, I guess. Macthar, which is uh, a huge tower that contains the city's <laughs> principal temple to Tempest. And that is where he said to go. Are you entering the temple? Yeah, we're going into the temple. Yeah, I'm going into the temple. Sure. It is in the temple that you see a great deal of Shadar Kai sharpening weapons and testing the tautness of bowstrings. They look up when you enter, and all chatter suddenly ceases. A few smile, a few more raise an eyebrow, and a few even laugh out loud. A Shadar Kai woman stands from behind a large obsidian carved desk, casting you a curious look. Nice desk. Hello. Says Damon. We're here to sign up for the tournament. Says. <laughs> you walk up to her and say that? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> One, please. One, please. Do you validate parking? Ah. So, if she's your brain mouth filter... What's her? Always Aurora's. Bahamut is, and I can say whatever I want. Bahamut's my filter. These, these people look awesome, by the way. My Bahamut is All awesome. Of them. When Aurora says this, when Aurora says, we're here to sign up for the tournament, <laughs> she, she just looks back with the nastiest scowl, even among those that you had encountered in the street you across the face. And she says, what is this? Adventurers? She sneers at you. You know nothing of our culture, but you dare expect to be accepted in the Yushakai? And as a group, too. Bah, you are no more bound together than my boots are to my feet. Do you know how many Shadarkai enter the uh, Yushahikai each decade? Many hundreds. She smiles wickedly. Just as many seem to die each year as well. 
Perhaps your tourism would would prove better spent in the audience. Show me you have more respect for my culture than a mere fanciful oddity, and we shall see if I will tolerate your presence again. Now be gone! But... Ren chooses to keep his mouth shut this time. Gamma says, We need to get some more street credit. Well, how, how would we do that, she says, hoping to perhaps walking away. cheer some... Yeah. He, really, he really wished he, wished he could have just kicked that guy's ass one time uh, and showed him what's up. Not a, not, not a chance. He's, we, he's, we, lost our we need to earn a fight in the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We, we need to earn our way from the streets. A 26 to the temple. Sorry. A 26 diplomacy? Jeez. She says, she says, you would have to show that you understand our culture. You would have to show that you uh, that you respect it. You must be... Uh, and she just looks angry as she says, uh, she says, and you're not even bound together. And then, and then she says, uh, she What's says, that? do not come back. Tattoo time. Do you say that out loud? No. <laughs> Good. Come on, someone call that. Time for uh, sangria! Okay. And Damn, is the room you? erupts in laughter as many of the Shadarkai uh, uh, laugh at the uh, laugh at the group and are indeed pointing and laughing at Aurora. Hugh Brent. pipes up and says, uh, We are admittedly very ignorant of your culture and of your ways and of the tournament. Proudly. Damn, is still leaving. Mm-hmm. Do you have yeah, any suggestion? Yeah. Yeah, I left it. Good. There are rides! As to where we could go or what we could do to educate ourselves. Oh, valet parking, gotta get out of here. <laughs> she Park. is just looking down at her papers and doesn't look back up. <laughs> yeah, so cool. Quick, try eyeball one of these other chumps, I mean guys, and uh, see if they'll talk to you. Seeing that she doesn't seem very, he says, apologies for our offense. And makes his way out. Good. You're out of there. Are you guys coming? Damon, when when you guys come outside, oh, are you guys coming outside? She drags her feet. Oh, <laughs> In that, you hear this kind of scrape. You gotta have some class, guys. When you, yeah, when you guys get outside, you guys see like Damon like sparring with like a stalagmite. He's just like working out some frustration. I think you're going to win that fight. He's he grumbling. Says. He's grumbling about how he had to leave Kalar behind, and where the heck is Kala to like help him out? Like that's who Damon really wants to talk to. And then Daryl comes out. and He goes. Puts the swords away. He says, uh, and he just turns and says, I'm gonna go look for one of their elders and just starts trudging off. Elders? Are those even higher up? We have a lot of It does not take Damon. Damon feels vindicated in his ignoring people by all these guys ignoring everyone and stops talking. As Damon says this and even starts moving around, he notices that, in fact, the average age that these Shadarkai appear to be, uh, is uh, he doesn't see many of them that appear to be old at all? You know, if he's looking for someone, it looks like they have more years under his belt. And uh, he sees how this, uh, how these people are fighting and and constantly telling these tales of adventure. And he gets the feeling that perhaps that uh, after that, lifespan, that the the, uh, the the potential maximum age of the Shadarkai race. Is rarely actually met. Natural deaths are few and far between. Even so, all more interesting to search. So, 
Such a search search he marks upon. Is he just looking or is he asking? Uh, he's going. He's going to ask. It'll, okay, it'll do. What is everyone else doing first? How about Hugh? Uh, Hugh. Or stressy. What's well? I guess now that we've kind of done that, he, he's going to make his way down to where the humans are, honestly, and he's going to ask them about the Shadar guy, a little more indirect, because from what he's seen, uh, from the story he heard of Ren's experience and the reception they received at the temple, uh, they're a fairly a, a prickly bunch, it appears. Prickly bunch in Hugh's words. One word for it. I think I prefer to drop the L Y and just call them pricks. Ah, so bunch of pricks. It's a nice one. I so guess. he's gonna just wait a second. I don't know. If there's a tavern, Hughes had success with taverns in the past when he shows up in town. Hughes information. Uh, so he's going to go down to the human in the shop, sorry, look for a tavern, and she's even can chat up someone there. People tend to be a little more friendly and loose-lipped there, which he needs help with, because people... He's not very sociable all the time. Alrighty. Bun entering. Hugh does find. Sure. Pretty easy to talk to the humans, especially those that, uh, are human. that have some underdark ale in their, in their bellies. And uh, asking about them... Finds that the uh, that many of the humans and other races here they speak about the Shadar Kai with some frustration and distaste uh, as they. Uh, I mean, these these are clearly the words spoken by those that uh, that live in a town where they are treated as second class citizens. But at the same time, you know, some of them say, "But I run a shop and I'm rich, <laughs> filthy rich." He says, "No better place to open uh, to open a, a, a shop for trinkets, I tell you." Interesting. Charge work. And uh, what exactly is he trying to learn? Um, just general things about them. They uh, apparently there was something about the well, maybe things about the tournament in general, history of it. Like if they're here, maybe they know more about it than they do. Currently, we've just learned the name. Something we had to join as a group or be bonded, if they know anything about that. The Yushehi Kai. Yeah. Um, many of them know of it. In fact, pretty much all of them know of it. Uh, uh, those, uh, the guy that you talk to who owns a shop says, uh, says the best business he's done in ten years as so many Shadar Kai are returning to Ikamu to uh, participate or, or watch the tournament. And uh, yeah, the population is picked up. Picked up. Tourists uh, of every race are coming in to uh, to witness the spectacle, and and uh, they talk about it. They say that it is a uh, a deeply, um, almost religious ceremony uh, hmm. uh, by the Shadar Kai, and that outsiders. Uh, and when you ask about outsiders being let in, it is rare. Like how rare? Like ever or? It every one every. Um, Every, every decade, there are um, there are outsiders let in, but it is mostly Shadarkai. Hugh picks up first thing about decades, so it happens every decade. Every then? ten years. Interesting. Well, okay. They, what did these outsiders had? What did they have to do to get in? Was there anything notable, particularly, or does he know anything about like why these outsiders got in, or uh, any stories? Some of them say that uh, they say that the Shadarkai respect nothing but uh, respect nothing but experience and tales, 
It says, they wear their tails on their body. Every, uh, every tattoo, every piercing represents something that they've done. Oftentimes, those that are let in is based on, uh, is based on what alone. they, uh, based on what they look like. Uh, you say that the, the Shadarkai only, uh, only get piercings and only, uh, only give piercings and tattoos, uh, to those that have a suitable story for it. And, uh, one of them says that, uh, outsiders aren't even allowed to, uh, to operate any sort of, uh, tattoo or, or, or piercing, uh, businesses in Ikamu. It's, uh, punishable by death. God damn it. Pretty serious. Death by tattooing. <laughs> so you want a tattoo, huh? What about on top of that one? And on top of that one? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, I guess then it would be prudent to find a Shadar Kai place. Interesting. Yeah, who Darren might be looking for as he tries to seek someone in a position of more... of kind of... either leadership or kind of... Wisdom, wisdom is what I'm looking for. All right, so Damon is, is uh, seeking uh, someone who, uh, who who might be able to offer counsel. Probably, and again, his default would uh, would be to look for someone who appears to be more uh, older and more experienced. More tattoos. So that's really low. Uh, <laughs> uh, Fifteen streetwise. Damon is finding that. His reputation already is starting to precede him. Awesome. As clearly, the stories that are told in this place, they travel like wildfire. And that uh, many of them, Damon is quite a unique looking guy, and they're clearly recognizing him as being the one that uh, that many are talking about, that uh, blasphemed uh, Zahar's name, and... uh, And he's finding it difficult for anyone to, uh, to talk to him, especially guiding him towards... Uh, those that would most likely be um, harder to speak to. Right, right, right. Those with you more. You should just start. David kicks a rock story. and says, "I'm glad I found a hotel first. Uh, <laughs> yes, there is that. Uh, and decides that he Fate will done. he'll try to find out to seek out those exact individuals he talks to. Maybe being the one people who he might be able to uh, speak to again with uh, some sort of reputation to build on." Uh, if they're even findable. All right, Brandis, Aurora, Ren, uh, how are you guys? What are Aurora you guys doing? Has an idea of how to maybe get a hold of some Shadar Kai, and basically that will actually like. Head him. No. <laughs> uh, so, Flyburn drops her off at one of the one of the lower areas, and she does her best, and she starts telling her most dramatic rendition of Doom Island. Doom Island. She's just, and who she, is she telling us to? She's she just starts screaming telling? it into the air because oh she God. knows that they will listen. <laughs> They're gonna throw us out. Wait, didn't isn't this thing like live in the underdark? Maybe they know about it. This, this is her just. Uh, this I think this is a great call on a rose part. <laughs> she's trying to. Oh, and a natural twenty. Oh, now you're done. Fuck yes. Give us that right now for free. Thirty nine. You now need to regale us. With the tail I go, of Doom Island. You gonna make me do that right now? Can I am ta- gonna make Wait, Let's do take it. a two minute break and then we want that story. No, 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 no. I can do that. The now. words gotta match the dice, Kalen. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh man, okay. You roll a 20 Print of the story. Earn it. Earn it. Okay. <laughs> Everyone roll all the dice. 
I don't want to waste time. That's the only no. thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't want to scream it, but no, you don't have to. Yeah, scream. Don't, don't, she you don't is have to screaming. Scream it. It's okay. But tell it. It was a dark and stormy night. Lightning crackled across the sky, and our ship had sails that wafted broken in the breeze. And we came upon what appeared to be an island, dark and almost obscured in the mists that had been following us for days after we had just been attacked by pirates. Air pirates! Yeah, those weren't even anything compared to this, though. And as we neared the island, we saw the remnants of broken ships glittering with gems and jewels. So what did we do? Naturally, went towards it only to discover that it was actually a gigantic, enormous, kraken-like monster that spanned almost all the way to the, <laughs> to the horizon. Massive tentacles began to rise from the, <laughs> from the ground, or the waves, breaking across our ship and trying to break down everything that we were on. And as the ship rose, we realized that we were on the back of the creature, and through... Only the skin of our teeth and the grit and the, and the spit and the ability that we have managed to careen the ship down the various crevices and... Past the wreckages of a thousand ships. Past the re- and damn it, it pops into her head. <laughs> past the wreckage of a thousand ships who were not as mighty as we. And we managed, by using the anchor, to crush down the, down the actual carapace of the beast careening into the water and escaping just barely our ship almost to the brink of destruction. How many crew died? And almost all the crew died except us! (laughs) I knew I'd end up yelling it. (laughs) And her echo expands more and more and more as she tells the story until you can all hear her somehow. Awesome. You hear, Doom Island! Doom Island! Doom Island! Doom all of you can hear Doom Island being spoken mm-hmm. as the whispers immediately spreading across all of Ikamu, just like like the wave in a sporting event. I mean, it just <laughs> it just flows through the people as as dozens, perhaps perhaps even a hundred Shadarkai have gathered around to hear Aurora shouting this tale of uh, of Doom Island. As it is immediately meted with whoops and hollers and cheers, and uh, <laughs> as one of them yells out and says, "and says, where is your tattoo representing the event?" I need one. Show me the way. She says. Awesome. Yes. A dozen Shadar Kai say, "Say, take her to Kesh." As uh, <laughs> carry me. No. She just jumps on the wave. Crowd surf to Kesh. <gasps> to whatever you said we should go. Quick follower. I think they're gonna stab her with something. <laughs> and you guys can see that this crowd has gathered, and they are. Uh, they several of them are guiding there, <laughs> guiding her to some place. Are you guys joining her? Uh, yeah. We're Come like, on, guys. Uh, she out. seems. I mean, we'd be like a little worried if she didn't see so seem so damn happy. <laughs> like, 
I just took a page out of Brandis's book, really. Pull a Brandis, alright. Damn, Brandis is like, I'm missing a page here. <laughs> I was gonna tell that story. What a great idea. You hear whisperings about Kish as you move through, as people are talking about him, as they are guiding you through the city of Ikumu, and as you all gather, you're picking up bits and pieces of information about about him, and you uh, quickly come to understand that among the Shadarkai, none is a more venerated tattoo artist than Kiesh. He is nearing 800 years old and has been There's the, the premier, <laughs> premier tattoo giver for almost an enti- the entirety of his life. He is old but spry and nimble, covered head to toe in twisting tribal tattoos and animal forms, some so detailed they appear to be, uh, they appear to be real. His hands are old and worn-looking, but strong and deft when he does his work. He speaks softly, but lucidly, like a grandfather who has seen much. When you get towards... find him. When you get towards his home, many of the Shadarkai stand back as they gesture forward for you to enter as they do not, uh, they do not enter the area. Thanks. I'll take it from here. He looks over all of you with a long, slow sigh, scratching his bearded chin thoughtfully. Yes, yes, he says to no one in particular. How many? Damon looks around and he's about to say, there's six of us, when he says, when he decides, I'm not going to say anything. Uh, mm, 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 mm. Six of us. Oh, well, I guess, I guess the prince was there, but no, five. No. Five. He was there for Doom Island. Ren's keeping That's his trap shut. <laughs> Right, it's alright, guys. Damon has never seen a city turn on him this quickly. <laughs> I mean, plenty have turned on him. But That's it's why Ren's worse than Olgar. This is worse, worse than Olgar. That was day one. That's why Ren's keeping his mouth shut. Like, hour five, like, he is dizzied by how quickly that went down. Steadies yourself. Oh. Alright, the part of your life. Five. My, I five. hope you aren't as tender as you look. Uh, ouch. <laughs> Yeah. Did you hear about Doom Island? <laughs> like, Did this is tell my you about skin, you realize. Calloused in the form of He says, what is it that you are looking to get? She looks at Damon. Since he's the only one with a tattoo. She Don't know actually call it tattoo, though. Uh, Mark. Say like, Damon says, uh, symbol of our... We she says, say, uh, something... A little bunny rabbit, Something please. fitting of, uh, of your great tournament, <laughs> which we aspire to enter. He ah, says, yes, yes, of course. He says, I cannot give it to you now. He says, no, you must you must prove it to me. You you want a tattoo from me. You must show me. You must show me. I will not have my tattoo on a bunch of corpses. Oh, okay. I don't want your tattoo. Awesome. That makes a lot of sense. That makes six of us. He says, I have a reputation to maintain. I don't give it to just anybody. He says, those who bear my tattoos live many long years. Well, we intend to do just that, so tell us just what you need us to do. He says, you seek a powerful tattoo, yes? He says, you seek to enter the tournament, you must think quite highly of yourselves. Naturally. Have you heard Brandis about Island? doesn't say anything that loud. <laughs> he says, I will need a special rare ink for this to happen. I will need a very special rare ink. He says, you will have to get it for me. It's in the Shadowfell. Yes, you will go to the Shadowfell. Tim says, we will go to the Shadowfell. The Shadowfell? He says, he says, yes, head on over to the... 
He says, head on over to the ramparts. He says, head on down. It's about a two weeks journey. He says, then you will turn left, go straight. He says, there exists a pool there. And then he takes out from his uh, from his coat a small vial. He says, fill this vial with the liquid there. Not anymore. There exists no vial that can carry more than this. Do not touch it with your skin. He says, bring it back to me. I will use it for your tattoo. He says, if you can bring it back. Yoink! Are there any special reasons we should worry about this pool? He says, he says, yes, yes, of course, it's extremely dangerous. I expect you to die, but if you do not, you can have the tattoo. Awesome. Well, that's a of confidence. Thanks, right. buddy. He says, Doom Island. It's not like Doom Pool, is it? He says, be gone, return with the filled vial. Do you guys want to, like... Go now or take a break? Go now. Alright. That's what Damon says. Don't want us until we like, get these guys tattoos. never seem to let up, and like, these Once guys. Once we get the tattoos, they'll have to, to shut up. What's that? They'll have to well, like us. Then they'll have to have two months. Down. It's a two week journey down. These guys are extreme. So four weeks. Uh, plus whatever time it takes to get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, if, if it takes a month to get it, we're doing something wrong. Chop, chop. He thinks we're going to die before we come back, so. Yeah. Should be quick and dirty. That's how I like it. I was, I was waiting. Rock. I'm so happy that you. That yeah, Damon's ready to go immediately. <laughs> All right, onward then. Or is, is up for it? Yeah, as you as you are leaving, he says, "Waste no time getting there if you want to be back in time to enroll." Okay. Also, do Island. Ask your friends. He just rolls his eyes and goes back to his work. Are you selling tickets to this? To the tail? Yeah. If they'll pay. Of course they get free. Here all week. They get free awesome stories all the time, so I'm hoping for tips. Oh, yeah. Perform side. I get coins thrown at me. Doink! Oh. So off we go into the Shadowfell. Into the Shadowfell. A bard I am not, but I can tell a good story. You will have to head to the edge of the ramparts, which you have already learned is a bottomless cavern. Uh, it's a bottomless, huge, gigantic pit. It is called the Ramparts, for they are the last oh. thing you see for a uh, long ways. I don't know exactly how big they are, but most people don't, because it's uh, quite dangerous to travel around them. Heading down into the Ramparts is one way to enter the Shadowfell. Right there? The Shadowfell, do you mean the Shadow Dark? Shadowfell. Perhaps? Shadowfell. Or you can just, you can just go into the Shadowfell. Is it that big yellow the area? The like shadow one does not. It one does not simply in. walk into the Shadowfell. It can exist in both realms. Correct, it, but you have not portals? crossed into the Shadowfell side of Ikamu at all yet. I thought maybe we could just cross into that area there. But we told you go to the You place. have not attempted or inquired about how that's done. Let's not inquire, but every time we ask someone a question, they get mad the answer us. is, you should already know. Yeah. So the Ramparts of Night is hey, a retard. giant hole. <laughs> you showed up yeah, so no, you to ask questions. Noob will never let you in. You didn't it's do like climbing that reverse mountain. Buddy. We really yeah. should have learned more about Ikamu before we got here. It was like, it's a really cool yeah. place. He oh, said gee. it's a two weeks travel yeah. down the side of the Rampart. Chop, chop. We should go now. Okay. Onward then. And you will enter the Shadowfell next week. Next week.